0: Welcome to Nimmin Live, the number one place on the internet to learn about YouTube, network with other content creators, and have an awesome time doing it. My name is Nick, and today I'm going to be answering your YouTube questions. But you might have noticed I'm in a different spot than I am normally here on Saturday mornings. And you might also have noticed, or you might have known from the thumbnail, that today I am joined by my brother from the same mother, D, Nimmin D, how's it going? we're back we're back it's been a while what, what, what kind of timeline are we looking at here we're looking at like what three years almost almost
1: we are just short of three years a couple months short of three years since we have sat here in front of one another yep with the apparatus under the table the
0: eye. Doing the thing. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I've missed everybody.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Missed uh missed everybody. I haven't seen you guys, but he has not. So super pumped up to answer your YouTube questions today. We're also going to be the stream. Um, if you've never experienced a stream where we've been together before, you're in for a treat today because basically we're gonna answer YouTube questions, but then sometimes um we'll also just kind of get derailed um, so to speak, a little bit and just kind of you know talk about some random things and stuff like that. So I guarantee you though that you are in for a good time today. So first off, I do want to say Merry Christmas to you, D. It sounds like um, we're getting some reports of your audio being just a tad low. I turned it up. So Merry Christmas Eve um, to those of you that, you know, are over in the States right now that are waking up to those of you that are everywhere else. Merry Christmas to Eve to you already and almost, you know, Merry Christmas to you, but happy holidays or whatever to everybody for whatever it is that you are celebrating.
1: Yeah. And if you're just joining in for the first time and you're not familiar with this and you didn't know there were two of us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yes, yes. There are two of us. (laughs) Neil Urban Van Life in the house. What's up, dude? He says, yes, yes, in the clubhouse. Jerry, Pop Andrew, what's going on, man? Nice to see you in here. Shark Scrapper, Ernie, I hope that you're doing fantastic. Merry Christmas to you, man. I hope that you're doing awesome. Tom Nash, what is up, my man? Hope that you are doing awesome. Nice to see you here as well. Traveling with Brian, nice to see you here today also. Super pumped up to answer your YouTube questions. I do wanna let you know that if you are participating today, we have a form down in the description of the stream right now where you can go ahead and get your questions down into that form. Um, Once your questions are in the form, that's where we're going to be pulling the questions from. So if you got a question about what it is that you're doing on YouTube, go ahead and get your question in that form right now. So we can get it going here um, on the show. Um, So I'm going to actually go ahead and just share this into the chat right now as well, because we don't have a lot. I think we've only got like eight questions in there right now. So for those of you that are here, if you can get your question in there right now, there's a really good chance that um, that we're going to get an answer on the uh show today as long as we don't get derailed too much but you know we're gonna see how that goes no promises no right promises. no pro- it's christmas eve it's so we're kind of relaxed eve. today you know so this is about you know hanging out and all that good stuff so um so iphone chris thank you for the super, super chat. chat super super appreciated so the very first question d if you want to go ahead and just get into it let's that, get into it yeah man. that we have is from ernesto esparza jr let's do um it. they've been on youtube for Let's see here. They upload one time per week or more. They've been on YouTube for less than a month. So first I just want to say, welcome to YouTube. Welcome to the content creator side of things. Um, embrace the journey. Just a quick tip for you. Embrace the journey. Cause there's a lot of stuff to learn here, but they do gaming content. The goal of the channel is because I want to reach 30 subscribers. So they're literally just getting started. The question is how do I get YouTube money while making videos? Great question. D.
1: How do you get money by making
0: YouTube videos? I yep. sound
1: a little sound a little quiet here. Do you sound, do you sound right. quiet to you?
0: I don't know. I don't have my uh, headphones on. Yeah, I turn so myself sure. up a
1: little bit, but I just uh, not coming through here. Okay. How do you make money on YouTube? Making money on YouTube. Before you get into the partner program, one of the ways to do that is to you can get into affiliate sales. So find something that you can sell your audience, talk about that product, give them a reason to need that product, and you can make money through affiliate marketing. That's usually the easiest way, easiest way to do it when you get started. Once you get into the YouTube YouTube partner program, of course, you're gonna make ad revenue. You can do live streams where you can get super chats. So- What's up, Dale? Those are two ways to get started on YouTube.
0: Yeah, and with that also, you know, you have, um, you know, like Dee was talking about on the affiliate marketing side, you know, that that one can be uh, a really, big one for a lot of content creators when they're just getting started. Um, but make sure that, you know, if you are going to promote something as an affiliate, make sure that it is in alignment with the content that you're making, with the audience that you're serving and all that. Because, for example, like on my YouTube channel, it wouldn't make sense for me to try to bring the attention to you guys of like a particular microwave or something like that, because even though, you know, I'm sure most of you have kitchens, it's just not, you know, what you're here for. So because of that, you know, I never talk about microwaves, but I do talk about things that might help you with your YouTube. YouTube channel. For example, this stream today is brought to you by TubeBuddy, which is the number one tool for YouTube content creators. TubeBuddy will help you optimize your videos for discovery. TubeBuddy will help you find great topics to make videos about and all types of other things. It actually has 90 different tools that will help you with your YouTube channel. You can try TubeBuddy for free at TubeBuddy.com. And of course, there's a link in the description as well. And it is co brought to you or co-sponsored by StreamYard, which is the live streaming platform that we use to stream this every single Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern. And the reason that, that StreamYard is what we use is because it's easy, makes it super easy to live stream. If we have a tech problem and something happens and the stream goes down, it holds everything open for us in the cloud so we can make sure that we can just come right back in and we don't lose everybody that's hanging out in the stream. But in addition to that, they make it easy to bring on guests, to add graphics to your screen and things like that. You can also try StreamYard. Through the link down in the description as well, or you can just go to streamyard.com and you can see what Streamyard can do for you. So, D, we've got a lot of super chats coming yeah, in here. I'm, I'm so over let's here. go ahead and yeah, you're waiting I'm, for that button. I want to hit
1: the button. <laughs> I want to start hitting this button one at a time. Let's go.
0: Okay. Super so chat. the very first one that we have here. Um, is from Insane McLean. What's going on, Hello. man? Hope you're doing awesome. Says Merry Christmas to you. Um, it, uh, let's see here. It Hello, was yes. awesome and surreal getting to meet you um, all in Los Angeles. Definitely a life changing event. Can't wait to go to Dallas. Awesome seeing you at Vid Summit as well. That's the conference that he was talking about in LA. Um, awesome to see you at Vid Summit as well. So it's awesome, you know. Every single year, you know, when it comes to conferences, um, Vid Summit. If you're a YouTube content creator, like that's, you know, like that's the one, <laughs> right? So you know, you have a bunch of different conferences out. Out there but vid summit is like where it really goes down so like if you are a content creator um that's definitely the one but yeah man awesome i um, getting the opportunity to, to hang out with you also um Super next track. one on our list here we got neil urban van life said i miss you two together in the studio it's the place that i learned youtube and because of these streams i made lifelong friends and perfected my youtube career happy christmas youtube crazy cats happy christmas to you as well neil hope that you're doing awesome man um, nice to have you in the stream today hanging out you know to be honest we are a little bit concerned we're like you know hey this it's Christmas his Eve. Idea.
1: this yeah. was his idea
0: yeah uh, yeah it was to do the christmas stream yeah, yeah it was it was your idea totally his idea and and we're concerned we're like you know man it's christmas eve so people are going to be waking up and they're going to be doing the whole christmas thing so like you know we're curious if anybody's even going to like show up but right now we've got 176 people here that are also hanging out for christmas eve so welcome to the live stream um if you are new here we're talking about youtube related stuff right now moving through some super chats and then after those i'm jumping Back into the form that we have in the description, where you can get your questions answered for free about things that you might be struggling with or trying to understand about your YouTube channel. Um, next on our list, we got Learn Spanish World. They say Filmora can- canceled all lifetime Oop. licenses, you skipped one, leaving on. thousands of people disappointed. Lots of video creators are now looking somewhere else. Is there a video re- editor that you can recommend to us? Thank you. So Camtasia is awesome. Um, Uh, let's see here. Camtasia is awesome. Adobe Premiere is awesome. um, If you're doing it on a computer. Um, So I would, both of them have trials to where you can put them in. You can try things out for yourself and see which ones you like. If you're doing really advanced stuff and you're doing like, you know, lots of like deep color grading and things like that, you'd want to go with Premiere. If you're looking for something that's just really easy to use, where you're not having to do a bunch of special effects and things like that, then Camtasia would be the one. And then it has a added bonus of that. It's also like an industry leading screen recorder also. So then that way you get to kind of take care of two birds with, one stone as long as you're also doing screen recordings um, as well but both of those would give you a good start they both have trials so you can give them a shot and see which ones you know the most intuitive for you and will serve you know your your um editing needs I'm but hey one thing i want to say i want
1: to throw one into that go for it so cap cut mm. cap cut yeah, is now available on, oh, desktop. on desktop now too it's That's available right. on desktop and it's available on mobile so if you're making short form content in addition to long form content i think the microphone's like Fuzz Could in be in out. Could yeah, be. yeah, yeah. It's been sitting idle
0: for like years, almost yeah. three years. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. So CapCut is something to look at. I know on the desktop, and I think it was free at one point. They might have a little bit of a charge now. But it's a really good solution.
0: And if you're looking for a free choice, um, you have DaVinci Resolve. But keep in oh, mind yeah. when it comes um, to using DaVinci Resolve for editing, um, it can be a little bit labor intensive on your computer that you're editing on. So just make sure if you are going to try DaVinci Resolve that you have a, a strong computer so you can make sure that uh, you know that you can get the, the whole thing uh, done there. Super chat from Jerry. Um, Super so chat. I'm just scooting over so I can actually pull that one up so I can um, see it here. Give me one second.
1: It's above Learn Spanish World.
0: Says, uh, no question, just a request to tell everyone how important the grouping feature in Analytics is. Okay. So, so Jerry says, I had to read that one. Oh, here we go. It says no question, just a request to tell everyone how important the grouping feature is and analytics is. I think I figured it out. So, uh, when, when it comes to the grouping feature, so what Jerry's talking about here is, um, one of the things you'll hear me mention on a regular basis here in these live streams is I'll talk about, you know, making sure that you're comparing content types against each other so that you can make sure that what it is that you are continuing to move forward with is the, content that will help you grow your channel or achieve whatever goals it is that you have with your channel, instead of just blindly uploading a bunch of stuff and not really keeping track of what's really working and not working as a content set. So what the grouping feature is, is you can go into your advanced YouTube analytics. And to get to that, all you do is you log into your analytics and your YouTube Creator Studio. Up in the top right hand corner, you're going to see an option that says advanced, click on that. And then once you click on that advanced option, if you click into where your channel name is, and I know this sounds crazy, it's kind of hidden. But if you click into where your channel name is, then it's going to have a box pop up third tab over to the right, you're going to see groups, click on that. And then you at the bottom of that box, if you click on create group, then you can start saying, Hey, these are all my vlog videos. These are all of my um, videos, where I'm just sitting talking to the camera at home. These are all of my videos where I'm, you know, talking about health food versus where I'm talking about junk food. These are videos where I'm, you know, reviewing stuff at a restaurant versus reviewing something at home, things like that. Um, And you can test those against each other to see which one works out best for you in helping you achieve your goals fast or whatever that is if it's you know generating ad revenue if it is generating subscribers if it's you know just getting view more views um you know on average those types of things so it's an awesome feature and every content creator should be using it i actually have a short on my youtube channel that shows you exactly how to navigate to it and it shows you a little bit of you know information that you can pull from it so make sure that you check that out as well just for a little bit more information but jerry heck yeah man the uh uh, the grouping tool can be a game changer for you if you you know learn how to yep. use it. And another really cool thing about it, just so everybody knows, is you know sometimes. You're asking people to subscribe to your YouTube channel, and you're like, you know, hey, people just aren't converting as much as that I would like them to. And you can start using it as well to test like different calls to action and different ways that you ask people to subscribe. And then you would do the same thing. These are the videos where I ask that. These are the videos where I do it the other way. Um, you can do it to test, you know, all kinds of different things, you know, around your YouTube channel, even like in-screen click-through rates and stuff like that, based on the different handoffs that you do at the end of your videos. So really, really valuable feature, and everybody here should be using it um, on a regular basis. Thanks well, for that, Jerry. For, for give me the moment to uh to to talk about it
1: man about tech in the house what's up viper
0: viper man about tech what's up my man so we don't don't have that sound effect over here yet but you know that's coming (laughs) but what's up my man welcome to the uh welcome to the stream today Family Funsters
1: dropped a $5 super chat. Thank Thank you you so much. Thank you for
0: that. Super appreciated. We've got some more here. We've got, uh, let's see here. We did um, Neil, Urban Van Life. We've got uh, Zach Tall. Sammy. Oh, okay. So D's got another one up here. Give me one second because I can't see those. Yep, yep. We're working on them. Says, yo, people get famous for no reason. Is there a reason or not? Um, That's a great question. It is. So when it comes to people getting famous, so to speak, on YouTube, um, it's not because they are necessarily getting lucky, which is something that a lot of people will kind of put everything on. They'll say that like, you know, hey, big YouTube creators, they just get lucky, they're favored by the algorithm and stuff like that. But in reality, here's how it works. So when you publish content and people respond positively to that content in terms of they click on it at a competitive rate, and they enjoy it at a competitive rate, then what's going to happen is YouTube is going to show that content to more people that also enjoy it. So the people that you see, you know, kind of rising through the through the dust, so to speak on YouTube, um, those are the people that have learned how to make effective content. So one thing that's really important to understand as a content creator is if you're not getting results, now there's a and and I also want to make a disclaimer here, there's a difference in getting results and getting the results that you want also, right. So getting the results that you want comes down to like tweaking things and fine tuning and just kind of using the grouping features like I was talking about to make sure you're making the right content decisions that kind of stuff but then there's like are you getting results like at all if you're not getting results at all then in that particular case you need to work on making better videos learning how to write better titles learning how to make better thumbnails that will help people identify that your content something that they might be interested in those types of things because if you just like throw up a bunch of stuff and you're not really making it for anybody and you are not being intentional about the things that you're doing then you know, you might have some videos that do well, but long term, what it is that you're doing isn't going to be sustainable. So if you want your your time on YouTube or the benefits that come from YouTube to be sustainable, then you need to make sure that you're spending a lot of time learning how to make good videos, learning how to make thumbnails, learning how to make titles, all of those things that will cause people to enjoy your videos more. And, of course, click on them more as well. So um, so. I- with that, there's definitely a reason. And the reason is they just make content that people respond to. That's it. It's it's competitive content or better than competitive.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, I wanted to add to that, the whole, you know, people are getting famous for no reason. And I see this a lot. People are like, I don't know how this channel is blowing up. I don't get it you know that channel's not for you right right like there's a lot of channels that I don't understand mm-hmm. I don't understand these channels I don't well, how why would somebody watch this right. well, I'm not their target audience right right there man people are into all kinds of stuff people all over the world are into different things so just because you don't get it doesn't mean that millions of other people don't get it right so I mean it, it comes to that it comes right down to that Every yeah, single time. Got
0: another super chat. All right. Super chat. So the uh, next one here is KMH from... Family. Let's see here I need to adjust my view. Yeah, man. So I, can I, can I can read it. I can read it if I pull them up. Yeah. Um, yeah. so so the next one, I can now. I just stretched okay. it out. So um, happy holidays, Nick Stretch and D. I just out. want to say thank you all so much for everything that y'all do. I can't express how much I appreciate y'all, everything y'all do, y'all's time and energy. Y'all my favorite YouTube bros from another mother. <laughs> nice. Love it. Yeah, thank you for the um, super chat. Glad super glad that you're enjoying the content. Thank you also for being a channel member, you know, for so long. And I'm glad that you guys are seeing the success that you are Um, because, you know, you you're really crushing it with your uh, daughter's channel. And I love, you know, I love seeing that
1: the KMH family. Anytime I come into your stream and I'm usually lurking, they're the first ones, always. Like, hey D, what's how you how you doing? Nice. The first ones, nice. every single time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, love it.
1: Really kind. I love it. <laughs> Super track. Ron, what's up, man? I hope what's that you're up, doing dude? awesome.
0: Ron says, um, you guys still inspire me after all these years. Thanks for all you do, and Merry Christmas, Ron. Thank you for the kind words, man. I'm glad that you're still around. You know, I'm glad that you are, you know, enjoying the content still. That you still, you know, take still the time to the just trains. hop in the streams, <laughs> still riding the train, ride right? the rails. Yeah, love it. Love Ron it. Says, Absolutely uh, love it. On a personal yeah, Merry, note, Christmas, note, Merry Christmas, Ron.
1: On a personal note. I follow Ron on a couple different platforms mm-hmm. yeah, and dude, you are just like the kindest, like yeah. most giving person. So man, just you know, tip my hat to you. You're, yeah. an, you're an awesome guy. A yeah, good you human. Are. Absolutely. You're a good human some people are just
0: good at being humans they are I'm they still are. trying he's to figure one it. of them <laughs> i'm still trying to figure it out <laughs> so uh next one on the um list here i think we've got like two more i believe yep, before we go it. into the uh before we go sammy. into the back into the form the <laughs> so next chat. one here um sammy superstar what's up man thank you for the super chat it says happy holidays d and nick it's great to see the old studio again you know it's great to be back in the old studio again like like there's a little bit of adjustment in terms of like my brain wanting to stream in like a certain way and yeah. touch you know touch things because usually like i'm you know hitting everything and i'm trying yeah. to focus on that so like just being able to sit back and just kind of focus on like talking that's kind of interesting and my brain is is, is kind of uh you know dealing with that right now it's uh it's yeah. a good time but, we- but yeah being here with d again and you know being able to you know have the conversation look over here and see that handsome face Yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. So super pumped up. Give give me a little bit more.
1: (laughs) Give me me that. Give me that endearing brotherly love. Give it to me. No, it's great. Here's the thing, though. So the last time we streamed here, we did things completely different. We had a different set. We weren't using StreamYard yet.
0: Yeah, at the time. I think
1: we were on OBS, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. We had a different mixer. We had uh, different cameras. Uh, We had different lights. So what we've done very quickly is we're now using the RODECaster. Uh, we've got a couple of different new cameras here, some mm-hmm. new LED lights because those were burned out. Yep. You're going to see some changes. I think oh, we're yeah. going to do some more. Fe- I don't know how often we're going to do it, but we're mm-hmm. going to change this up a little bit and kind of work out some of the the kinks that you might be seeing in this stream. Yep. And work something out to do uh, a somewhat of a regular stream. So I'm
0: super psyched for that. Yep. Yep. Likewise. Yep triathlon coach uh, triathlon with coach john hope you're doing awesome says um no question today just wanted to say thanks for the advice from both um, of you have helped me get 973 subs and some brand deals merry christmas nice, nice. high five and fist bump to you you know the fact that you have 973 subscribers and you're getting brand deals i want to just take a moment and just highlight that for everybody in the chat right now that thinks that you need to have 10,000 or 50,000 or 100,000 subscribers in order to get brand deals he said brand deals with an s on it not just like oh i just happened to run into like this one, you know, gig with this person that I knew at this shop, you know, around town, like he's getting like multiple brand deals. That's fantastic. High five and fist bump to you um, for that and actually leveraging that, you know, um, while still under a thousand subscribers. So if you're doing that now with, you know, with that mindset, like imagine what you're going to do, you know, at like, right. you know, 10,000, right? right? Yeah, right. that's fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Um, SM postcard Welcome says, D, I'm to still here. Limonati. This one's
1: for you. Is that not a super chat?
0: oh um, yeah, it, it is it is says um thanks for your help now i'm at 1.3 um subs 93,000 views and 170 uploads that's what i'm talking about so i'm talking about
1: he's he's one of the ones uh that was one of my original channel members which i haven't been active on my channel uh recently so shame
0: apologies shame, for shame on man. you shame I, on it's you it's
1: been it's been a rough uh, rough <laughs> rough time to come back <laughs> but he's one of the ones who he just like he does all the things like what i need to do like here's what you need to do he does all the things check 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 and he's growing the
0: cause of it. Nice. So I absolutely nice. love it. Yeah. Nice.
1: There's okay, a channel I member somewhere here. That... That, that's what I thought. Um...
0: Yeah, it is. Um my Aussie kitchen and garden. Welcome to the Niminati. So, when you get the chance, just as a heads up, make sure you go to niminvip.com. That is our members only Facebook group. It's on the screen right now, um, just to make it easy for you to find. But just go to niminvip.com, fill out all the information on your way in cuz that's how I verify that you're a Very channel nice. member. And then once I um and then once I see you there, um, or you know, after the stream if you can do it before the stream, then I'll get you in there after the stream is uh complete. You know, just as a heads up, if you You are a channel member, like there's a lot of people that will join during these live streams that don't go over to the Facebook group. So I just encourage you again, make sure that you do go over to the um, Facebook group if you are already a channel member, because you're missing out on some cool stuff over there, a cool community that we have. So make sure that you do head over there um, if you are, you know, already a channel member. Another one here. David Matney, what's up, man? Hope you're doing awesome. Says, no question. Just wanted to say thank you to both of you. Our pleasure. I mean, I can't speak for him, but you know, my pleasure at least, but um, I'm gonna, assume d's pleasure as well d i'll let you talk there we go
1: (laughs) thanks for joining us on christmas eve
0: yeah yeah thanks david appreciate it man glad that uh glad that you're here we got
1: another one tube spanners in the house Danielle
0: what's going on says Merry Christmas question what is a YouTuber's favorite river the live stream love it where's the book love it Where's the? Yeah, I know Bible right book. you know what's funny is like I, I asked her the other day I was like I was like Do you, are you like finding these somewhere or are you making these up and she makes them up so like I, I think it's incredible like uh like for me I could sit there all day and not come up with like one joke about YouTube and being she, able to like finagle it that way she's like nails it with everyone like every week she's got probably one probably
1: trained in AI to make YouTubers <laughs> probably that's that's probably exactly <laughs> no, that's what hilarious. she did
0: make Make me a joke about YouTube related to a live stream. Yeah, yes. pos- hey, okay, I think D might have just figured you out.
1: Super chat. got to get up pretty early in the morning. Many super chats are just pouring Yeah, they in. are. Holy they are.
0: Cow. Um, Family Thank Funster you. says, Merry Christmas. Some of my shorts have 100% average retention, but a 1,000 views then die. What analytics do you see in viral shorts? So here's the thing: like the hundred, the hundred percent average retention is um, great. I'm actually surprised that you keep that for you know a thousand views on them. But when it comes to um, retention on shorts, like it it really varies. Like in some cases, like a short, and you know you got to make sure that you're thinking about the audience it gets put in front of and things like that. But like when it comes to the YouTube YouTube Shorts, when it comes to YouTube Shorts, um, you know sometimes like the uh, duration won't be that high. Typically, when it's going out to a much more you know broad range of people, Um, but you know they'll still be getting shown. To people like in your case with a hundred percent of a thousand I would expect it to get more but you know the short shelf's really weird you know another, right now
1: yeah I mean there's another element is the competition in right. the short shelf right so even though you're getting that and that's fantastic for your channel it still might not be competitive enough for that particular video in the short shelf compared against all the other shorts that are in there at that particular time you've got a hundred percent average retention but if you look some of those can get retention of over a hundred percent because they're looping and they might be longer so they're actually getting more wide time involved yep. so it's very possible they're just not competitive even though that looks great on your end
0: tommy t's extreme roller coasters says nick and d happy holidays nick you've always helped me out with answering my questions in the past year thank you d i watch your videos all the time also you both rock Super tommy tried. t you rock i hope they have a very Appreciate very you, merry christmas thank you for the kind words hope that you are doing fantastic renee says need more d videos on d channel about d things i agree with that 100 percent
1: you know what <laughs> it's, you know what like burnout's real
0: yeah uh, it is Burn, huh? it yeah is.
1: I, look if you're in the if you're in the chat right now and you're thinking like man i, I I'm, I'm getting burned out or whatever like burnout's a real thing you know take care of your mental health if you need to step away take a break do that youtube is going to be here um i'm i'm the weird thing is is getting this studio ready like for those of you who don't know like right off the side here is my studio the studio right there. yeah right over here is my studio and the creator makes music studio is just right over here too kind of off uh, off the scene and this area here uh, those of you who saw that i posted i think the last time you were live or maybe two weeks ago, where I posted oh, it on Oh, with a Twitter. mess
0: all over the, yeah, 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 right. yeah, So
1: it was really messy in here, and it was just kind of like a mental thing where it's just like I'm looking over here, and I'm looking around the chaos of this place that had been shut down for almost three years, yeah, two yeah. and a half years, mm-hmm. had just been not kept care, or, or you know, not uh, kept up on. But, like, cleaning this and going through this, it's kind of like a mental cleaning as well, mm. because now if I'm sitting over there and I look over here, it's like, I don't know, it just it looks clean again, and it looks kind of like, okay, my brain's like, I recognize that again. Like, mm. you need to get back up on the horse and, like, go. I have been making a little bit of content, but it's just, like, kind of, like, climbing up a hill <laughs> to get it done. It's been tough.
0: But you're getting, you know. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, you're getting there. Getting get, there. Burnout's real, man. Tom Nash just started working. I hope you're doing awesome, Tom. Um, nice to see you in the chat today. So watching Nimmons at 80 subs, now 283 subscribers. Simple. Love it, absolutely love it. Hey, really quick, since um since Tom's in here, so Tom has an awesome Facebook group. Tom, if you want to put the name of that, um, I think it's called YouTube Creators is the name of the group. I know that's what's in some of the imagery. I just want to confirm that that's the name of the Facebook group. But if you're on Facebook, fantastic group, and he's extremely active in the group, um, and he's doing all kinds of like really cool things with like group members and stuff. So um so definitely make sure that you check out that Facebook group um as well. Thank you for uh, for being in here, Tom. Hope that you have a merry Christmas. Um, And then we've got Sammy Sammy Superstar says I'm gaining over a 1000 subscribers a month from YouTube shorts, I haven't added any call to action to subscribe and people are subscribing. Do you think I should add one? So when it comes to YouTube shorts, I think it depends on what you're what it is that you're doing. So for example, like if the type of content that you're putting up there, if if by nature, it's best for people to loop that content, then in that particular case, you don't want to make that clear cut point of not cut point, but that clear interruption of like, Oh, hey, follow for more subscribe for more or something like that. But if it's like, hey, this is like an isolated, you know, piece of content. And it doesn't really make sense for people to loop it, and I'm finding that people aren't really looping it. Then, in that case, just testing it with you know a couple of shorts, since you're already doing well in shorts, testing it with a couple and just seeing if they generate more subscribers for you. Um, you know, based on you know the views that you're getting and how many people you're actually able to convert. Just a really quick subscribe for more. If you are going to experiment with it, then that way it's just that really quick nudge before the video comes to an end, and then that's just that quick reminder to add the button. But again, if the content that you're making by nature isn't something that you know that 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 really would only be watched one time Um, if it's something that you know naturally it makes sense that people are looping it a lot which would help them do better then in that case you know you don't want to interrupt that experience with um, with that but you might want to have a little thing pop up on the screen while you're doing your thing just like a little you know graphic or something like that to kind of help nudge them that way
1: yeah I was gonna say if it's something that can loop I wouldn't do anything to interrupt that
0: loop yeah agreed Same. same 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 same
1: same 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 we got another one here seismic
0: Super trash. TV. TV says 88% of my audience is on mobile with the preview feature on YouTube. I would argue the first 10 seconds of a video is more important than the thumbnail. 10 seconds counts as a view. prove me wrong. So um I would say that it is, you know, important and it's getting, you know, increasingly more important. However, um, YouTube also has, you know, other places that, you know, doesn't have that auto preview. So because of that, you know, the thumbnail is also, you know, extremely important. But, you know, the thumbnail is one of the things that grab the attention for people to stop for the auto preview to start. So, so, because of that, you know, both of them are working in combination to grab people's attention. So, that first bit of the video when it first starts is definitely important. But then the thumbnail is also still, you know, very important as well because that's the thing that's going to pull people to the video itself or at least cause them to stop. So, for example, let's say I'm sitting here and I'm just sitting here kind of flipping through like this, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I see that thing that's like, oh, you know, let's say, for example, it's, uh, I don't know, like a, a piece of tech or something that I might be interested in. Then in that case, you know, I see that and I'm like, oh, let me pause for a second to see what that is, and then, like, bam, the the auto-preview starts, right? So the job is still, like, grab your, you it, know, grab your attention with it. But I, keep in mind, with all this stuff, it evolves. So, you know, because of that, we're having to consider that now, which is, uh, you know, which is pretty awesome. It's another tool that we can use to pull people in.
1: It works together, right? right? You've got your title, mm-hmm. you've got your thumbnail, and now you have the auto-preview. Yep. Work so,
0: together. It used to work together as a team, now it works together as a gang to a win the It's a trifecta. It's a trifecta. Well, and, and, and that,
1: that, that raises a good point. You know, be very mindful about what happens at the very beginning mm-hmm. of your video. Yeah. At the very beginning. Think about this for a lot of you who put your intros in and you're wasting the first 20 seconds with all your logo flying around. Imagine that that auto-generated preview that mm-hmm. happens, and then here's your logo, and right. here, they're not clicking. Right. They're not clicking. So be very mindful about those first few seconds in the uh, beginning of your video. Right. You got another one. Super Amazing.
0: Yes. Yeah, so, so, really quick on that, um, before we move on to the next one, is, um, you know, some things that I'm personally going to start experimenting with on that is, um, you know, adding some text there, you know, so, yeah. that, so that, you know, so that there's a little bit of clarity there, reinforcement on maybe what the title would be. Um, I'm going to start experimenting um, with showing more of like stuff happening versus me just sitting there talking, you know, at that beginning part as well. So, as people are coming in, if that grabs their attention and then they, you know, click into it or it just keeps playing, then, you know, it'll kind of land the plane. Pain, you know on me so to speak so um so yeah like that's definitely you know something else that we're that we're able to add to our arsenal so to speak zar bucks says uh, merry christmas love the hat Thank you. This is actually my girlfriend's hat. I was like, hey, do we have a Santa hat? And she's like, looks, yeah, give me a second. <laughs> it looks like your girlfriend's hat. I was <laughs> going to ask. Did you, yeah.
1: you raid your girlfriend's closet? Yeah, I, I did. It,
0: she did actually get it out of her closet. Yeah, absolutely. I'm yeah, saying, that's where it came from. It. Yeah. yeah, same. Yeah, so I won't talk about the shirt I'm wearing, you know, that's also hers. No, I'm just kidding. So, so
1: Renee so, has a good look what I just popped up there. Regarding the person who was saying that they were getting 100% retention on their shorts.
0: Oh, okay. This so This was Renee's reply to this. So that. really quick for clarity, um, just to, you know, let you know where the information is coming from. Renee works with YouTube um, but he says. Um, so don't think of initial short views as momentum. Think of them as potential in um, potential in a competitive feed. If they go away, then they didn't really get momentum. Right. If they grow, then they got momentum. Fantastic. Thanks, Love man. that feedback. Thank Super you. Super chat. El Starco. El Starco in the house. El Starco. Says uh, studio looks great. Happy holidays, Niven Bros. Happy holiday to you as well, right. Phil and the gotcha, whole man. fam. Hope everybody's doing fantastic over there. Right. Nice gotcha, to uh, nice to see you here as well. So you've got another one here. uh, Hey, I sent you an email, by the way, or a, uh, a Twitter DM.
1: I promise we are going to get to the questions in the forum.
0: Yeah, we're we're getting there. We're getting close. <laughs> we're we're getting closing in. Yeah. We're getting there, man. Uh, your driver Mike says thank you both for your help over the years, Nick. You're one of the first channels I watched. Now seven years and 107,000 subscribers wow. later, I'm full time. Thank you. High five and fist bump to you um, for 107,000 subscribers and more importantly, you know, being able to go full time and depend on this for you know for your income. That's fantastic. Um, you know, I do the same. So like I know you know how awesome that feels to be able to just kind of control your time and you know all those things. So high five and fist bump to you for making it happen. Yeah, high five and fist bump to you. That's awesome. Love those. Absolutely love those. Yeah, when those yeah Absolutely. Yeah, because it's like you know, because it's just that you know that 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 moment of like you know, sweet. You know, it helps somebody. You yeah. know what I mean? It's great. Yeah. Love it. Well,
1: well, you know, it's confirmation that they don't see through you like I do.
0: <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice.
1: BGTV, we're back. Says, yeah, I know. Here we go. Yep. BGTV's got to be easy, did right? You?
0: Right. Yeah. Right. This is why we haven't done this for three years. <laughs> says uh, so, so I want to change up the content on my channel because what I'm talking about now bores me. What's your advice on changing up content and how to target a different audience? So one of the things that YouTube recommends when you're trying to get into a new audience is to do. Um let's see here so do uh, 70% of the regular content that you do, do 20% of the content heading in the direction that you want to go in so that you can start building that audience and then do 10% of like wildly hero content in the direction of, you know, that you're wanting to, you know, drive the channel also. Keep in mind, you don't have to follow that rule. Of course, you can just start driving in that direction, but just some things that I want you to think about. Um, the very first is that if you already have a YouTube channel that people are interacting with, and they're coming in, they're watching the videos, things like that, when you start trying to go in this different different direction, then you are going to be kind of disconnecting, you know, from those people, there'll be some people depending on the transition that you make, that may follow you along on, on the transition that you make. But one thing that you have to remember is that when it comes to, you know, growing a YouTube channel, People subscribe to YouTube channels because they like the content that they're getting on that YouTube channel. So then when that content starts being, you know, different or it starts, you know, not serving their interests, then, you know, in a lot of cases, a lot of those people end up just going to watch another channel that still serves their interests. So just keep that in mind. Another thing to keep in mind is if your channel is currently active, and you're currently driving, you know, a lot of people, you know, in through the videos that you have on the channel based on the things that you're currently doing, then when you start going into a different direction, if those are still driving people into your channel, and YouTube detects like, hey, these people are really enjoying the content, then you're also increasing the likelihood of them seeing some of that new content as well when you're publishing it. But if it's not in alignment with what they care about, then you're also risking that they're not going to click on it, because it's stuff that they don't care about, which then could hurt your initial performance of the video. Now, one of the wins with YouTube is that a initial- initial video performance doesn't always dictate the long-term performance which is a win however those are just some things that i want you to think about because you know when people start transitioning channels you can do it but you know a lot of people expect to take their audience with them. Yeah. But in reality, what happens in most cases is you end up kind of abandoning one group of people and then moving in the direction of another, you know, group of people with the new content that you're putting out. So just keep all those things in mind when you are making that transition. But, you know, the the, the rule of, you know, the um, 70, 10 and 20, like with those, it's a, you know, it's a great guide because then it kind of lets you tiptoe into that transition instead of just going all in. But in reality, if you're like, hey, you know what? I just want to do it. I'm tired of making this old content. I just don't want to do it anymore. I'm bored to death in that case, by all means, you can just go ahead and start making that other content. And as long as it's good, all you need is one video to kind of set you on the right track. But again, just keep in mind, if if somebody comes in on that one video, or your first handful of videos, and YouTube detects that they're enjoying that content, then there's a likelihood that YouTube's also going to start recommending some of that old content to them as well. And that's where things start getting just like a little bit messy when it comes to transitioning, you know, the things that you're doing on a channel and who it is that you're targeting with a YouTube channel So just keep all those things in mind. But the the rule, um, typically, is that 70, you know, percent of the main content and then you tiptoe into it with the 20% on a regular basis and then you do the bigger videos for um or the bigger experiments for uh that 10%. Super track. All right, I think we I think I think we got him D.
1: Nope, Blaine Locklear.
0: All right. Okay. So we got, we got another one here. So we got, let me scroll down to this one. So Blaine, what's up, man? Hope you're doing awesome. Says, just thanking um, the both of you for being a part of YouTube education. I'm on pace to get a hundred thousand subscribers on Christmas day. Yes. In no small part, thanks to you. That's awesome. High five and fist bump to you. Congratulations in advance on your play button. So look, let me tell you something, Blaine. So one thing that we used to do when people were close like this. One thing we
1: used to do is when somebody would get a play button and the other would take the play button and hide it. In their new house, and yep. then they would lose it in their new house. Yep.
0: I actually I, don't know where it's at. And then yeah. when
1: their brother actually busted his butt to actually get a YouTube play button, mm-hmm. and then the younger and then b-
0: stopped uploading videos to YouTube, and yeah. then started uploading again when his brother and said, then he'll up- give it to uploaded, you. but didn't start uploading. Yeah. There's a difference. Uploaded
1: yeah. anyway.
0: Yeah, I'm at like <laughs>
1: 155 thousand subscribers, and he's holding. He's lost my play button.
0: Yeah, yeah, I don't he, know where it is lost my youtube yeah. play button. i might have like legitimately lost it like i have no idea i have no idea I, where that I, I i think it's in boxes i think i might know the box that it's in but uh but yeah i, I legitimately don't imagine know i might have percent. to order a new one imagine Fortunately, we percent. can order a new one if, no, no, uh, if no, i know no, it's it. the
1: original i don't want it we got to <laughs> order a new one imagine this if you will imagine busting your butt to get that that play button from youtube you never see it because it's sent to him
0: Yeah. And you never see it. It was sent to you. I just picked it up right. because you were in Mexico. Yeah, that's right. yeah. That's right. yeah. He, he picks it up. Yeah. And then the only thing I, I picked have... it up for safekeeping, which <laughs> is the real. Yeah, I picked it up for safekeeping. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, but I did. He he did like send me some like teaser shots at first. He was like, I got your play button. Yeah. So I got like pictures of it in a box. Yeah. Gone. Yep. Imagine that. Yep. You did all that work for the play button, and you don't even have it.
0: Oh, I have it. Even, I just I, I have what? it. I just I'm don't know that. You, you out of here. All right. <laughs> Fortunately, <laughs> with Streamyard, I can just keep it going on my end. Yes. <laughs> oh, so good, so good. So um, let's see here. So next up, I think that has us, and we can. um it's oh, not. Nope. There's another one. So uh, Seismic Shock TV says Dono Train. I'm not sure what that is. Super track. What is Dono, Don-o Train? Dono Train. I'm not sure what that is. I don't know, but I'm here for it. Yeah. Here like for it party. also. Sounds like a good time. Sounds like a good time. Yeah. Count us in. Um, Zach tall four says, so lots of hackers are getting smarter and they're getting past the two factor thing on YouTube. So what do we do other than change the passwords? Oh boy. That's a good question. So first off, make sure that you go ahead and cut them off at that very first entry point of your YouTube channel, which is on your about me page. Make sure that the email that you have on the about me page is not the same. And this is a pro tip for everybody here. Um, make sure that the email that you have on your, uh, about me page for your business inquiry email is not the same email that you have for your YouTube account. Make sure that you create a different Gmail account for that so that you can have that in there. And that's going to be your public facing email. And another thing with that is like, you know, if you ever need to publicly, you know, say somebody like, hey, email me here or something like that, then you have that particular email to where there's no real risk attached to it. And if it gets picked up by spam bots, things like that, not that big of a deal because it's not necessarily a priority, you know, email. But the most important, I mean, it is kind of because brand deals and stuff will come from there too. But the most important part of that, though, is it creates a much more difficult, first step for somebody to you know be able to, to gain access to your stuff but it doesn't mean they still can't yeah. so um, so with all of this stuff you just have to make sure you're being very mindful about not clicking on anything out of directly out of your email even if,
1: even if it looks like it comes from YouTube so one of the things that's been going around is people will spoof a YouTube address so it looks like it's coming from YouTube and it says you've received a copyright claim or a copyright strike when in fact you haven't if you receive that in your email do not click on anything log into your actual dashboard and if you have any sort of a copyright issue you will have a notification in the actual dashboard so there's all sorts of spoof emails don't click on anything out of your email ever under any circumstance don't do it
0: Daniel Batal in the house says my two favorite brothers from another mother back in the same room again back in the same another room or room or again yep What's up, man? Hope you're doing fantastic. Merry Christmas to you. Hope you are doing awesome, man. Happy Hair Day, brother. (laughs) Happy Hair Day. Yep, always. (laughs) There's another one here. Yeah, see, here it is. He's exposing the uh, the secret. He's like, hey, maybe I'm waiting to get you a Beskar uh, play button. Yeah, yeah i'm like having re- everything like custom forged i'm just trying to find all the bascar for it this is the way hey renee yeah. listen i know
1: you've got some pull in youtube because you work with them now if you can get me a bascar play button i would <laughs> listen listen i you oh, know people always talk about oh, hey it's it. you know it's who you know it's who you rub elbows
0: with <laughs> renee
1: let's make this happen huh
0: <laughs> yeah daniel says he's waiting <laughs> on the play button <laughs> thing <laughs> himself uh yeah also
1: daniel and i are going to open our play buttons together Ah. And he has been a hero. For those of you who don't know, Daniel Mattel has hung his boxed YouTube button or play button on yeah. the wall, in the box, mm-hmm. waiting for me
0: yeah. to get it from him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm the gatekeeper, everybody. Holy yeah, I'm the cow. gatekeeper. Holy Holy cow. TV says there's been a massive amount of scammers on YouTube telling my community contact for them for winning um, giveaways are you dealing with this so I deal with this mostly in community posts so when it comes to that make sure like one thing that can help you clean some of that up is um, I'm, I'm gonna guess you're already familiar with it but just in case for everybody else um, so there's something inside of your uh, creator studio called a blocked words list so what you want to do is when you find those common things like for example the word giveaway um, you want to make sure that you add those types of things to your blocked words list And when you do that, that will help cut down. It won't completely eliminate it because, you know, it's hard for you to come up with like all of the possible things somebody might say to do it. However... If you add those types of things to your blocked words list, um, then it will it'll massively cut down on it. And those things will be removed from public view. So, for example, using the word like giveaway or you yeah. won or, you know, something like that um, will help massively cut down on those things um, when it comes to, you know, people seeing them publicly.
1: My blocked word list in YouTube and in Twitter now, mm-hmm. it's enormous.
0: massive. It, yeah, It's just massive. Yeah, That's good. Yeah, That's it's good. Yeah, our, mine's pretty big uh, also. That's what she said. All right, next one here. Smokey Joe's Pit Barbecue says, Happy Holidays. Um, Can you believe I'm at 210,000 subscribers now? I'm a product of Nick Demon. High five and fist bump to you. Congratulations on almost a quarter of a million YouTube subscribers. It's huge. That's insane. Play button two times over. It's fantastic and yeah, love it.
1: Enjoy unboxing your play, button. <laughs> I, I feel like that's something I'm never going to be able to do. Oh, do. I love it. Absolutely. Starbucks is back with another question.
0: Um, Zarbucks says um, I, I like your channel name, uh, by the way, says, um, could you create different channels for different styles of shorts? Let's say one gaming and one reaction or does that apply only to long form? You can do that for everything so you can do that for YouTube shorts. You can do that for long form content as well. You could even do that for live streams if you wanted to. So if you're like, hey, I talk about these things on this channel, I talk about these things on this channel and I talk about these things on this channel or I do these things on this channel, this channel and this channel, um, then you can absolutely do that without question. And it's actually, um, if you are targeting different audiences with the people that you're trying to reach with the different content, then that's actually you know, advised that you do that. So then that way you can create each channel that's a complete resource for somebody that likes to interact with that type of content. Um, one thing to think about also like, uh, you know, even if you're like, hey, I'm just on YouTube Shorts, if you make sure that every short that you publish is something that is um if you think that your short is is uh yeah I, I saw that and it just threw me <laughs> off. Yeah, I should give That's it as great. a as a Christmas present. Yeah. That would have been epic. Yeah, it would have actually. Yeah. yeah. So um uh, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. So so what you want to think about is um, even if you're doing uh, only YouTube shorts, you want to make sure that you're thinking about people binge watching your content. So the way that you do that is by thinking of who it is that you're trying to reach with your content first, and then making content for those people. So the reason that this would is also important in YouTube shorts is because let's say somebody's watching one of your shorts that they happen to run across in the short shelf and they're like, Oh, my God, this is awesome. And then they click on your name. And then that lands them on your YouTube channel. But in the shorts area of your YouTube channel, then that gives them the option to go in and click and and sit there and just binge watch a bunch of your shorts, which of course is a benefit to you and them because they get that great content. Um, So because of that, separating things that way is definitely something to uh, to consider.
1: So that's it for the super. Oh, we had one more.
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> oh, that's <been> great. Super <laughs> So uh, express sensei, we didn't have this one either. Says dono oh. train is a flood of donations. D print out the picture of the button and frame it just as good. <laughs> All dono train donation train. Got oh, it. Got it. Okay, makes okay. sense now. Thank you for the uh, clarity on slow. that we're one. Yeah, we're slow. yeah we're a little bit slow. Definitely a little bit slow. Well, a lot slow possibly. Yeah. So um, Tear Talk says, um, they if YouTube won't monetize you, does that affect you on promoting your channel? No, it does not. So um, one thing that YouTube does not know when it's recommending your content is it doesn't know if your content is monetized or not. So because of that, um, it doesn't matter if you are in the YouTube Partner Program, if you're not in the YouTube Partner Program, um, the, the system, the recommendation system will still treat you the same. Yep, there you go. I got to hit that Super one. Super try. Right, got it. Thank you, my man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. To the questions. I think we got them. Okay. So now I'm gonna hop into the form, and I mean it this time. Ooh. Yeah, I'm gonna hop into the form. Okay. Yeah, so we here we go. It. I'm gonna get in there and get like one of these here uh, quickly. So, okay, so n- uh, the next question that we have here, and this is from the um, form. and hey, really quick, by the way, make sure everybody hit the like button if you haven't yet, if you're enjoying the stream so far. And also really quick, if you haven't, make sure you follow me on TikTok cause I'm uploading some unique content over there as well, um, you know, that, that you would find value in. So make sure you follow me on TikTok. Just look for my name there. I know Chantel drops the link in here from time to time and I might have one in the description. Um, so make sure that you uh, check that out as well. And D too, he's gonna run TikTok also. So um, the next question that we have is from Authentically Funny Speeches. Authentically Funny Speeches says that, they've been on YouTube for less than a year, the type of channels, how to write funny speeches, mostly wedding speeches, that's funny. Mm. Um, the goal of the channel is top of funnel for my products and services. The question is, is it okay to repeat content in different playlists? For example, my how to write a father of the bride speech playlist has videos specific to that type of speech, plus some more general writing, speech writing content that is also shared in how to write a best man speech Etc. Absolutely, it's totally fine. So when it comes to playlists, you have series playlists, which are um, uh, each video on YouTube can only be in one series playlist. And then you have regular playlists, and and it can only be from your channel um, when you set up a series playlist. And then for regular playlists, any video on YouTube can be in those, and any video on YouTube can be in as many playlists um as you know as there are playlists you know technically i'm sure there's a limit of some kind i think the total playlist limit i think is like 5,000 videos or something crazy like that but um but the idea is yes absolutely you can put videos in as many playlists as possible just make sure that you're thinking about the um you know series and how you're going to be driving people into series playlists and stuff like that and one thing i want to repeat really quick or just mention really in my comments yesterday, for my news segment, which make sure you guys check that out really quick because there's a lot of misinformation or just bad information yeah. going around about YouTube thumbnails right now. In that particular uh, live stream, we put all that to rest. But um, but in the comments of that, there were two different comments saying that um, their series playlists weren't available anymore that they couldn't, it wasn't mm-hmm. the playlist weren't available, so they didn't have the option to hit the button to turn it into, or to check the box to turn it into a series playlist. So I went through um, this morning, actually, when, you know, Doug brought that to my attention. Um, I went through and I, uh, you got some overlays here covering the. Uh, yeah,
1: I, I put that up there because somebody's asking about music.
0: Hold on, there we go it was covering the URL where they could find it. Um, but uh, uh, basically I went in and I looked in a handful of different channels um, that I have access to and um, all of them still had it. So I don't know if there's something going on, if it was like a bug, I don't know if it is, you know, a change that they're making. I have no idea, um, but I just want to let you guys know that, you know, that I've been getting, you know, people saying that to me, it's just two comments. Um, and then, you know, Doug mentioned that I think he had trouble finding it as well, but on the accounts that I currently have, um, they're still there. So, um, so, you know, just keep an eye out for that because I don't know if they're making it change you know to that um or not
1: yeah to the person asking about uh music for shorts you can use music from Mm creatormix.com
0: all right so um next up on our list here on the questions we've got we got another super chat super
1: chat neil we don't need the form.
0: Oh, is that what he said? Yeah, yeah, we don't need the form. <laughs> yeah, we'll do a lightning round later. We'll yeah, definitely, yeah, do, yeah, we'll yeah, definitely right. do lightning round. Um, just for now, you know, for the people that you know did put their question in the form want and try to get through, you know, as many of those as we can. Uh, but we had Minecraft thing says they do daily content. Um, they've been making videos for less than six months. Um, they have a how-to slash tutorial channel, and the goal of the channel is a better life. And the question is, hey Nick and D, um, hey. is is it my only short views? Hold on. Is it only my short views that has gone down over the last four days or is there something else from a few thousand in the first hour to less than 20 per hour? Thanks for all of the help. So one thing to keep in mind is when it comes to any content that you publish to YouTube, everything fluctuates all the time. So if you have a video that's thriving now, it doesn't necessarily mean that that video is gonna be thriving the same way tomorrow. Um, Because one thing that happens is YouTube is constantly putting our content, as long as it's content that performs well and it's competitive for the platform, they're constantly putting our content in front of like new people. People that haven't experienced it before and because of that some you know part of that process is they start showing it to different groups of people that would be a good fit for our content or maybe interested in our content, but they might not be an ideal fit for our content. And then when that happens and our content starts getting into those groups, and it starts underperforming based on all of the other things that YouTube thinks that particular viewer would enjoy, then in that case, that's where things kind of fall off for us. So um, when it comes to, you know, things like that happening, just keep in mind that there's always fluctuations. But what you do want to do is you do want to start keeping note of like, hey, is this something that happens on a regular basis? Every time I do a short, does it kind of peter out after you know uh, like a thousand views or 500 views or something if it does then you have to start thinking okay is the problem maybe that this particular short isn't really like a broad audience type of thing and because of that that's why it's petering out because these initial people that are seeing it they're enjoying it that's why i got 500 views but then you know once we get past that those people are enjoying it less and less as it goes into these broader audiences of people so just make sure that you are keeping a monitor on that Um, but you know um but but that would be the reason that you know those things are there that your your views are falling off there got in the chat bill Matson. bill Matson says how do you create a series playlist i don't see an option for that so what you have to do um i actually have a video on the tube spanner youtube channel for this because i'm making content over there as well so basically what you have to do is you have to go into the playlist that you have once you have like once you create the playlist then um, next to you're going to see the title area and you're going to see the description area for the playlist but you're going to see a um, like a three dot menu Um, you want to click on that three dot menu and I think it's sitting in a circle actually you want to click on that three dot menu and then you want to go into I think it's called advanced um, settings or advanced features or maybe just advanced for that and then once you're in there that's where you're going to see a little dialog box pop up and that's um, where you check the box for uh the the to to create the series for the playlist
1: so someone's saying in the chat that it's only for verified accounts now for those playlists
0: oh like um if you're in the if you're not in the partner or you mean they're saying verified accounts yeah so as long as you uh, yeah okay that would make sense i guess yeah that that would make sense in terms of like you would need to have at least like a phone number connected or something that i mean that's like a brand new channel though yeah like if you have you know any amount of history then you're probably probably fine there for the series playlist so, yeah, so if you don't have it yet, um, then, okay, so we've got somebody else here saying that it's not there, too. Yeah, yeah. and Doug says he's verified. And then we got uh, Holly Hangdom says that they've changed it. Yeah, so I'm still seeing them. So um, so maybe the change hasn't been completely rolled out yet, so make yeah. sure you stay tuned for the news where we'll get to the bottom of that. Yes, yes, figure <laughs> yeah, it out. We'll, we'll figure that out. Yeah, maybe Renee, if he happens to still be in here, maybe he can... Uh, you know, add some clarity to that. But um, you know, I'm still seeing it on my end. So, um, so, you know, that might just be something that they're rolling out, we're gonna see. All right. Back okay, to so questions. next up, we've got uh, the creator classroom, creator classroom does how to content, um, basically what she does, just to add, she's being, you know, kind of humble here, but she um, teaches content creators how to use Canva for content. So for learning how to make thumbnails and, you know, channel banners and video graphics with it, all that stuff. Um, she does that on her channel. But anyway, the goal of the channel is to help people learn how to use Canva content creators. Um, the question is, want to wish you and D a very, uh, special Merry Christmas. Thanks to both of you for all that you do for creators. My question is, can you do these Dick and uh, these D and Nick streams once a month? We're not going to highlight that D, Different but yeah, channel. Different so, channel. So um, yeah, we're actually talking about that. So we're talking about doing these on a regular basis because we enjoy these. Um, you know, people you know speak typically yourself, enjoy man, these speak as for well. Yourself. Yeah, he I paid, like them. You know, he he doesn't like being in my presence for like uh, the amount of time that we have to be in these live streams. He paid but, uh, me to be
1: here today, just so you guys. Yeah, know. I did, full yeah. disclosure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so we got to put a little, a little, uh, a little paid thing over, D, over on your chair. Was paid. No, yeah, no, I do yeah. this for free. Yeah, this person's paid over on that side. Shill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. Shell. Yeah, a little like arrow, arrow, like point. on the wall back there. Right. Shill with a little oh, arrow point down. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so next up, we've got uh, Oranga Game. Oranga Game. I guess that is. That's clever. Clever playing Orangutan there. They have a gaming channel. The goal of the channel is to build a community and a side income. The question is, hello, Nick. One of my recent videos, um, I get views that are much more than my subscriber count. On one of them, I have almost 4,000 views, um, but only four of these viewers subscribe to my channel. My question is, how do I convert more viewers into subscribers? I've used a strategy to add value to when I'm asking them to subscribe, thanks. So there, when you're getting those views on your YouTube channel, so you've gotten 4,000 views and you have four of those viewers subscribed to your channel. If you want to increase that, then of course, you know, working on that call to action, of course, making sure that you're just like smothering them with value, whatever, you know, it is that you offer on your YouTube channel. Cause you're on gaming content. I'm not sure the specifics of what it is that you're offering, but as people enjoy your content, they're going to subscribe. Of course, there are things that you can do which you're already experimenting with, which is adding calls to action, adding you know a little subscribe graphic that ends up showing up in your videos, those types of things. Um, when you do those, it reminds people to subscribe to the channel, but keep in mind, they have to be enjoying the content and also be like, yeah, this is something that I wanna subscribe to. So um, I'm not saying that in your case that that's not the situation, but I'm just saying that when you are you know publishing your videos, People are going to just subscribe naturally anyway but you you can increase the rate that people are subscribing by adding those little nudges in terms of either a verbal call to action or a little graphic that pops up on the screen. Now keep in mind when it comes to that. Because you're already doing the thing where you start with the value in terms of exactly what they're going to get. But you want to try to make it as short as humanly possible, and you want to also try to make sure that it's not an interruptive thing for them. And you also want to look at where you're putting it. So for example, if you end up, let's say you lose half of your audience, you know, when you're halfway through your video, then in that particular case, um, you wouldn't want to, you wouldn't want to save that call to action to the end, because people are enjoying that content for halfway through. So because of that, you might want to drop that call to action, you know, while you're doing something else, while you're at a loading screen, or while there's a lull in the the video without it being like an interruptive experience for them. So instead, so that way it doesn't feel like you're trying to cram it down their throat, so to speak. It's just like, oh, yeah, that's right. You know, d- hey, by the way, while we're waiting for this screen to load, I make videos like this all the time. Um, if you're enjoying yourself, make sure you subscribe, something along those lines. Love it. Next question. Next on our list here, um, we've got Jacker Crackers. What's going on, man? Hope you're doing awesome. Says, um, the type of channel is a channel that analyzes how technology controls us and changes the world. Super cool. Um, the goal of channels to gain views. And the question is answer which ones you want to at least three, please. Okay. Can you do streams in the old room every week now? What are Nick and these hobbies every outside week. of making videos? And what was your favorite piece of tech in 2022? And how can AI be harmful to the creator economy? These are some interesting talking points. So let's just burn through these really quick. <laughs> in like short, short versions. Ready? So yeah. D, yeah. Okay, so in terms of can we do streams in the old room every week now? Um, so I'll be doing some streams in the old room, but um, but we're gonna be doing these, you know, also, um, from time to time, we're not sure exactly what the cadence is gonna be, but we're gonna be doing at least monthly, but we might, we might do more. I mean, it just kind of depends on you know, on, on what we decide um, for our hobbies outside of making videos. Um, I like just kind of chilling and um, and making music D
1: hobbies outside uh i love listening to audiobooks i love making music over here in the studio i love just completely ch- i lo- i'm one of those people who can sit in absolute silence and be completely comfortable yeah, for right. hours on end yeah. of course i love hanging out with my girlfriend exploring sure, around sure. northern thailand riding a motorbike around mm-hmm. um yeah yeah so yeah yeah that. so, yeah, so watching yeah. stuff on oh like, yeah you yeah, know, late yeah night movies bench. that kind of stuff yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. just like everybody else
0: um favorite Ooh. piece of tech in 2022 d In the chat, let us know what your favorite, like if you're watching this right now, let us know what your favorite piece of tech that you've gotten this year. Um, Or if you're like, hey, I'm going to be getting this for soon, or maybe I'm going to get it for Christmas tomorrow. Uh, Like your favorite piece of tech, just go ahead and drop it in the chat right now. D, go.
1: A favorite piece of tech. I don't really have a favorite piece of tech in terms of like something that create like video creators would use, but anything,
0: any 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 tech that you've gotten.
1: Probably my favorite thing to date so far would be over in the music studio, which is my new analog keyboard. Mm, Nice. That's that thing is just amazing. So that, yeah, probably that.
0: Let's see here, Uh,
1: you know, being put on the spot about like hobbies, like what do you do when you're not working? You know, I try to get as far away from this guy as possible, <laughs> block his messages for a while.
0: So, um, let's see here. So, yeah, so, so, yeah, I'll also, you know, love hanging out with my girlfriend and my dog. Um, uh, yeah, just kind of chilling, hanging out. Yeah, you know, just kind of in a, kind of in, a, know, in a similar, uh, similar boat in terms of like being able to just kind of sit there and like not really do much, but still, you know, kind of enjoy yourself. Yeah, that's you know, interesting. We're,
1: we're both very just kind of like low key, laid back. That's part no. of the whole allure of Thailand was just, to have a more laid. Being back, able to
0: tap into that. Yeah, be able yeah. to tap
1: into that. For those of yeah. you who maybe live in, you know, quieter part, you know, like if you live in like Key West, Florida or something like that, you might be able to relate to much of a much slower lifestyle. Or maybe Doug or Chantel in the middle of Australia. Yeah. Australia. Right. Yeah. It's just a laid back lifestyle. So I, I'd like to embrace that, you know.
0: Yeah, on the tech side of things, um, I like. Uh, let's see here, what have I gotten? The machine, I like that. Um, the machine drum machine, native instruments. Yeah, the native instruments. Yeah, instrument,
1: also, yeah. Mu- also a piece of music. Yeah, here. love.
0: Yeah, love that. Um, yeah. I uh, let's see here, what else on the tech side? I um, I, um, I'm enjoying my A7S3 that I got. I haven't incorporated it as like my full time camera yet. Okay. Um, but I like it. I love how it looks. Um, uh, all of that. So yeah, both of those things I think would be my um, list. And then from the chat here, um, seeing if anybody has anything. Um. Anything here on the tech side? So we've got like an iPad. We've got ooh, Doug, Roadcaster Pro Two. That's nice. Um, We've got an iPad here from Miss Fraser. Um, We've got Stream Deck from Brad. Magic Flying Potato. What's up, dude? Hope you're doing fantastic. All right. Um, We've got a Bluetooth speaker from Life on YouTube and Twitter. Um, We've got Chantel with a Mac Mini.
1: Mac Minis are great. Yeah, they are. I run the entire Creator Mix Studio off of a Mac Mini. Yeah, the entire thing. Yeah.
0: Um, so here we've got, uh, let's see here, an iPhone in here. That's cool. we got got uh, Rode Go to mic system. Um, nice, that's cool. Nice. Yeah, very cool. Um, yeah, so, uh, so nice. Analog keyboard says, um, is that what we used to call a piano? <laughs> <laughs> so, no, uh, but an
1: analog keyboard is like an old-style keyboard, but it's got tons of knobs on it, so it can make all kinds of weird noises. You just start with like a sine wave, and then you have to create the sound. And it has like a sequencer in it and it's really cool man it's old style but it's it's cool something that they would play back in like the 70s or 80s yeah it's really cool
0: so d your thoughts on how ai can be harmful to the creator economy or how let's just talk about ai and content creators
1: let's talk all right first of all everybody in the chat are you aware of all of these ai tools that are coming out to help creators just type in yes if you're aware type in no if you're not aware
0: popcorn is awesome by the way
1: 2023 is going to be an amazing year for that sort of thing so my and this thing has a short in it i can hear it? it cutting in it yeah i can hear it um is it harmful yes it is harmful no it's not harmful i think it's going to be if you use it as a tool to help you move faster it's not going to be harmful. I think it's going to be very helpful. I think creators who don't learn how to embrace AI tools moving forward, I, I don't know, man. I you're don't You're going to be say, at a disadvantage. You're going to be at a disadvantage. Here's where I think it gets harmful. If you're a new creator and you've yet to build the skills that are necessary to succeed on social media, especially as a video creator, and you're leaning too hard into AI, then you've never actually learned the skills. Mm. For example, they have AI to do everything now. AIs can create your video, they can edit your video, they can write your script, and come up with your titles, they can do everything for you, right? But if you've yet to build the skills to know what's actually good, then you don't know if the AI is doing a good job or not. Yeah. It might be doing a good job. Or it might oh, just be yeah, because you can't identify garbage. it. Oh, yeah, it's right. so, smart. Yeah. Right. As a new creator, you have to still put in the work and get your reps in to make sure that you understand what good is, to understand what your audience will respond to. And if you lean too hard into AI without first building those skills, the AI could just lead you down a path that's just incorrect. That's not I mean, it's probably going to do a good job. What are you smiling
0: for? Oh, I'm, I'm, just how 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 funny my brain is. So like I've, I've been sitting this a over lot of here. Are you no, laughing
1: at me? No no no. While you're talking, I will like, beat you down right <laughs> here on Christmas. <laughs> like while you're talking, up.
0: while you're talking, I'm sitting here and I'm trying to touch my Mac screen because yeah. I'm so used to like touching my Streamyard stuff like at home on, in order it. to like move the screen around because my screen's touch screen over there. So I'm sitting here. I'm like, man, this thing's just like not working. Like it's what's going on? Screen. Yeah, it's not a touch screen. Yeah. So sorry, I didn't mean to to interrupt there, D. That's great, yeah, you
1: have to learn the skills first if you're going to rely on AI. Otherwise, yeah. you don't know what's good. You don't know. If-
0: okay, so it looks like um, our camera over there went down. So while we're waiting for D to come back in, I'm switching back into my mic thing. So this is exactly what I was talking about so when it comes streamyards. to streaming. So I hope that you, so guys, hope that you can guys can hear me. me. Let no, me I know just, if you can I hear my audio. Oh, okay, you're back. back. Okay, there we go. Boom. No idea. Weird. Okay, got it. Live happens, ladies and gentlemen. All right, so we are back that, now. That was fantastic, though. That like, was the what beauty a... of Streamyard. Yeah, that was great. The yeah, that was fantastic. The stream
1: kept going, yeah. and it just took a second. Or... That was weird. It's almost like it just kicked me out.
0: Yeah, we just had to. We just had to. We just had to notice. So these are still yeah. working. Yeah.
1: How weird. Yeah. Nice. Weird. Yeah. Streamyard for the win.
0: All right. So as we continue. So yeah. So um, AI. So like I think that uh, learn the
1: skills, man. Learn the skills.
0: Yeah. Learn the skills. And and you know with that also so TubeSpanner um, is also you know integrating um, AI stuff. <laughs> hold on. So hold they on. have. AI
1: was like, that's enough,
0: guys. Yeah, AI. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. AI just shut our stream down. Like, stop it. Yeah, right. Skynet was like, that's enough. Right. We've had enough. Yeah, we've had enough people talking about this. Yeah. Right. So, um, but uh, TubeSpanner has um AI in their titles now, where they they'll help you, you know, write um good titles, um and give you different title options. They have um AI in the scripting tool. I know that's getting deployed. I think Monday, if it's not in there already. Um, and some other, you know, um AI related things. And one of the things that we were talking about there with TubeSpanner is like, you know, even all these youtube tools because TubeBuddy also has you know some ai stuff um, with the titles i know they're working on some other things so it's like with all of these tools as well for content creators probably for musicians and everybody yeah. else yeah um, because ozone has ai attached to it where to help you master your tracks and things like that yeah so like it's also going to get to a point to where all the tools that we use are also going to be like if you don't have ai attached to it then it's not even going to be a marketable tool because people are going to get so dependent on it in right. my opinion super track so next up on our list here we've got seismic shock tv says i've been experimenting with the backwards law basically saying sub don't sub do that it's up to you i'll be here regardless weirdly it's doing well that's great feedback you know the the backwards law there um, is something i've never personally um experimented with with myself or anybody that i've ever worked with at any time so that's actually um pretty interesting i'm actually going to make a mental note of that and and maybe play with that sometimes supercharged urban so Neil says, um, "Question for business class to both of you: Have you been watching any channels this year that you cannot get enough of, and you know that they're going to be huge? Um, off the top of my head, I can't think of any right now. If you didn't, if if you if we were just like hanging out at a coffee shop and you asked me that, I could probably name a few. But off the top of my head, no. But if something comes up while we're continuing to you know go through this today, um, then you know I'll definitely uh, I'll I'll definitely jump back in and be like, oh Neil, that that one there. But but right now I, I can't call anything. D.
1: I haven't come across anybody where I'm like this channel is going to." Be- huge but i've been i've been binge watching johnny harris mm. he does fantastic work like you know why is the mcdonald's ice cream machine always broken for oh, okay example. he does a lot of journal uh, journalism work and he's he's just fantastic nice i really binge his stuff whenever i can
0: nice yep um next up we've got let's see here we are on number seven we got poop scoops for noobs dropping in here welcome to the stream hope you're doing awesome poop scoops Yep, they have a poop and scooping business says the goal of the channel is to help inspire (laughs) and be a resource for other scoopers and the question is what is the tool that d uses with daniel for the spinning wheel in their live channel reviews game
1: the tool so we use two spinny things okay one of them is a StreamYard giveaway tool which is if you're a streamyard user you go to streamyard.com forward slash giveaway the second thing we use is daniel has an app on his ipad that he pulls into streamyard oh, i don't know the name of that app that's like a wheel the spinny wheel so he's in the chat if you want to ask him the name of that app i'm sure you can tell you the name nice but if it's the thing that randomizes the answers out of the chat that is that's streamyard.com forward slash giveaway it's free for all
0: streamyard users okay nice and um, let's here. they say they plan on creating a live stream series where I review other scoopers businesses and see if they're doing best practices. Do you have any recommendations on how to get that kind of live stream flowing and engaging with an audience? Really, but you, you you're essentially doing for scoopers what I'm doing here for content creators. So because of that, I you know you can That's use weird, my man. stuff kind of like as a model there in terms of like you know hey you know this is working over there, so maybe I can try this, but then try to make it better. Um, also, just looking around at other you know um, YouTube channels and other live streams that are you know doing something similar in terms of you know that type of you know looking at what other people are doing and giving recommendations of what they can do better. Um, I know there's channels that do this in the music world. I know there's people that do this in the art world. There's people that do this. In in the video production world, like they're like, it's a common thing. So, um, so there's you know there's definitely a you know need for that. Well, I can't say definitely, but there's probably a need for that in your industry as well. If nobody's doing it, um, so you know you can definitely be that person to do it. But what you'll need um, is you'll definitely just need a camera of some kind. You need some type of way to get your audio into your computer. I recommend that you try to make your audio sound as good as you possibly can. Yes. Doesn't have to be like you know radio quality, but you know just try to make it sound good. The idea is to try to make it to where when they come into your stream the the audio is good enough that it's not a distraction in terms of they come into it like hey what's that loud sound happening in the background or hey you know what's this other stuff going on right so it just makes it where they can focus on the actual content and they're not distracted by the the, the quality of the stuff that you're doing I, um and I, then you you can use StreamYard to actually host everything
1: i want to move backwards for one second scully's house of thrillers brings up something really interesting and this is true to a degree, uh, so Chat GTP, which is one of the AI, it's a text-based uh, AI. Says Chat GTP can produce any script you want. If you read on your channel, or if you put this on your channel, Google will know, and it says it breaks the guidelines, right? Because it's not original content. It can it can detect plagiarism. how uh, uh, I saw on TikTok they already have another AI. That jumbles it to actually beat the plagiarism detectors. Interesting. So, like, we're we're race we're, we're trying to outsmart AI. Yeah, it's
0: funny. Actually, like, yeah.
1: Yeah. Newsflash! I know you've all seen the movie. We're gonna lose. Yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> we lose. Oh yeah, right. Spoiler we all alert. know how this plays out. Spoiler right? alert! Yeah, we all know. Yeah, we lose. Put in whatever safeguards you want. There's yeah. gonna be that one mad scientist yeah, that's like, lose. you know what I think I can do. Yeah. Right. And then there, yeah. and then it all goes out the yeah. window. This all ends with uh, with yeah. the Judgment Day. It's yep. coming. Yeah. Terminator. we Terminator. Here we come. Terminator. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, next up on our list here, uh, we've got, um, we're number eight now for the questions. If you're just joining us, we are talking about all things related to YouTube. There's a form down in the description below where you can put your question in there. I'm answering them in the order that they come in. Um, So, you know, feel free to put your question down there. But the question here is from Mr. Man in Action. They do daily content. The type of channel is lifestyle and dating. The goal of the channel is to help people, which is awesome. Um, And the question is, how many times should you change a title or thumbnail per video? Ideally, you'd wanna nail it out of the park when you publish a video and you wouldn't need to change it at all so a quick hack for that is when you are thinking of your video and you're thinking of your video idea, instead of making your video and then making your thumbnail and then making your title and trying to force the creation that you made into a thumbnail and title, it's way better to start with your thumbnail and your title and think to yourself, okay, here's my video idea. How would I express that in a compelling way in my thumbnail and title? And then once you nail that and you're like, yeah, I could totally do this. People would totally click on this. They would click on it because of these particular things for these reasons, then that's where you make the video. And the reason that's a hack is because if you do that first, then it helps you make a better video that matches the expectations of how you packaged it up through the thumbnail and the title. So as long as your content type supports it, because I know there's some you know, that, that don't necessarily support that. But as long as your content type supports it, then definitely take that approach. So you can just give yourself that advantage. And one way that this will help you is when you know exactly how you're going to package it, then when you're making the content, you can even leverage that in your hook so when your video first starts out you can reference that right or let's say that you're showing some like event happening or something like that if you're not you know actually talking to a camera in your video start then in that case it could start showing that thing so they know that they haven't been clickbaited. they know that they're going to get you know that that thing that you're focusing on then of course you'd stop it right before you know the actual you know moment happens but they would see that that was the direction that you were heading and that's where you would start your story next um we've got uh oranga game so oranga game this is your second question so i'm actually going to go on to another one to give somebody else a um opportunity here to um you know to get their question answered as well um so detours with jeff says that they do daily content um the type of channels vacation and relaxing right. now that's a channel that i can get behind right like a channel relaxing. like hey hey everybody here's me just chilling here's me chill hey hey what's going on welcome to the video I'm I'm just chilling, just chilling, just chilling. This D he's chilling too.
1: Always chilling. Yeah.
0: That's a, that's a great, uh, yeah. I love that. Um, gold channels to build a community. The question is what are these big secret projects D has been working on? I keep hearing about him, but I don't see him. So he's right here. So you see him. Um, but basically we have a music service called creator mix. Um, that particular music service requires a lot of, you know, activity. So basically D is like making some music. He's like mastering the music mixing the music, arranging the music, mastering the music, all that good stuff. He's like built the, 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 website and he's dealing with the developers on that. Um, you know, all of those types of things. Um, in addition to that, he has another, um, project that he's working on as well that I'm, I don't think that I can you know Not talk yet. about yet. Not yet. Yeah. So, um, so as soon as that's available and once we, you know, actually get it moving a little bit because we can't say anything to you about it because the audience that it's for isn't YouTube content creators. So because of that, we won't be saying anything to you about it until we actually get it moving um, to where if somebody goes over there, then the audiences that we send wouldn't necessarily, you know, kind of mess things up in terms of, you know, YouTube identifying who the content's for. Yeah.
1: There, there is another project involved that you guys will see later this year yeah. as well mm-hmm. that we can't talk about. Silence, man. I don't like putting stuff out there until you like.
0: I know, right? Yeah. 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 Super track. Um let's see here. T's hot mess history. Oh, that's the that's a different one. Um oh, so I
1: miss it. I'm moving backwards. So we got.
0: No, you're good. I think you you're actually in the right order here. Okay, okay. So I'm under 50 subs, and my family channel isn't working out, and I wanted to switch to pranks. Do you suggest doing a channel pivot or create a new channel? Um, what I recommend is that you try to figure out what's not working, because in some cases, like content creators will stop before they actually start picking up momentum, because they think that the way people are currently responding to their content isn't you know going to take them there, and in some cases, it can be just a few tweaks. It can be like, oh. I haven't been doing like these things. Now, let me start doing these things and see how people respond to them, right? It could be like, you know, better targeting with your titles, maybe like, you know, better video ideas, targeting you know, the specific people that you're trying to help or whatever. But the idea is like stopping at 50 subscribers. Um, you're not really giving yourself a chance to like really gain momentum. So like one thing to think about is like when you start a YouTube channel, a lot of content creators that are new, um, they'll come into YouTube and they'll expect to like publish a video oh, like, yeah. hey, here's, you know, my first handful of videos and they expect those videos to like go viral or something. But in reality, most content creators, they don't have that experience. And the reason for that is because one, virality by itself is is a unicorn. Yeah. But two, um, another thing is that when it comes to YouTube, a lot of people coming into this, like this is their first time making videos for other people to enjoy. Like everybody makes videos. We all have, you know, phones on our camera. Everybody's made videos. Everybody's made family videos, that kind of stuff, vacation videos and all that. But the everything completely shifts when you start making content for other people to also enjoy. The same exact thing goes with learning how to get people to click on those videos and all that. So the fact that you have 50 subscribers and you're wanting to already pivot, if you're pivoting because you don't enjoy making the content, that's a good move. If you're wanting to change because your channel isn't doing as well as you thought it would do, I would actually work on the skills instead, and I would also go into your YouTube analytics and I would try to uncover why the videos aren't doing as well as you would like them to do. Because YouTube analytics, it's a mirror of how people respond to what it is that we're doing. So if you go in and you look in your analytics, you're going to see this is how people are responding to my videos when they're watching them. This is how people are clicking to my on my thumbnails on home pages. This is how often people are clicking on my on my thumbnails in search or in suggested videos and and this helps you paint a picture of why some videos perform better than others so i recommend that you explore all of those things first unless you're only pivoting because you just don't want to you know make that type of content anymore then it's totally different then in that case you should you know for the sake of you know doing, focusing on doing the things that you enjoy andrew the house what's up my dude hope that you what's are up, doing andrew? fantastic nice to uh nice to see you in here today truck. Tease hot mess history. What's going on? Hope you're doing fantastic as well. Says Merry Christmas. Enjoying my first Christmas full time at YouTube. Thanks to YouTube nice. Brothers, Roberto, Daniel, Brian, two personal mentors, and a lot of hard work on my part. Got a hundred thousand subscribers, and the money is good. Got to go edit now. High five and fist bump to you again for, you know, crossing 100,000 subscribers, being able to go full time, being able to do this whole thing. You know, it's kind of like the holy grail. It's what a lot of people are looking for, you know, when they come onto YouTube. And I love it when when creators, you know, cross those thresholds and they're like, hey, I'm full time now. I'm doing I, it. I love it. Yeah, it's like I went I'm from like trying to do it to like now I'm doing it. No,
1: you know, it's great. Right. Like I'm doing the thing. I did it. Like I started off, I struggled. I learned the things I failed. I, I got burned out. I almost wanted to quit a thousand times. I got there. I got a play button, but I didn't really accept my play button because he's got it. Now I'm like making money. You know what I mean? It's like that whole. Like, I was
0: beating on some dead horses. Right. And like was all like, this. Yeah. Oh, it's yes, never going it. to end. But it's yeah.
1: that entire roller coaster of emotions until you finally get to where you are. And I would like to say that that's the end of the roller coaster. Yeah. But it's not. not. It's yeah. not. It's just like, you know, you're, you're at a peak right now and then there's going to be some other dips and it's going to come sure. back up. You know, you're going to get to the point where like, man, I'm like taking on more than I can actually do. Or I took this brand deal and now I wish I didn't take the deal and, you know. Man, and, and you're in the YouTube hamster wheel, and you're running. You're running for running, life. Running, right? You're running, running. Yeah. That, that better, should be the, better
0: have your shoes nice and tight. Yeah. That should be yeah.
1: the, uh, the YouTube logo. It's just like a hamster wheel with a video, with a with a video uh, little <laughs> a triangle video and logo it. in it. Little video, yeah. Nice. Little video with a hamster wheel going around, it. and love it just it. spins up in the corner. Love it, love
0: it, love it. Get running, get it, running. Yeah, the whole yeah, it's always spinning. It's just yeah, always like, spinning. Yeah, it never right. stops. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So they could be like, uh, what is it like, Kennedy's eternal flame, flame or something like that? It Would be like YouTube's like eternal hamster wheel. Yeah, that's good. Love it. Eternal hamster. Wheel of yeah, YouTube, love it.
1: Oh my goodness, I love
0: that. Double D yeah. Homestead says that uh, they do homesteading content. The goal of the channel is to build a profitable business. The question is, my channel is growing very slowly. Over 250 videos in a year and only 955 subscribers. How do I focus down my content and grow better? So the first thing that you need to do because you're putting out a lot of content, and in my opinion, um, you should be past that, you know, 1,000 subscriber milestone now um, with 250 videos under your belt. Um, so because of that, I would I would go and I would watch every video that you possibly can on YouTube analytics to help you better understand YouTube analytics. Um, Because what you need to do now is you need to start tweaking things and fine tuning things based on how people are currently responding to what it is that you're doing. So here's some things to think about. So you have 955 people that are subscribed to your YouTube channel, which means people dig what it is that you do. That can scale, right? That can scale to, you know, 900,000 or, you know, 9 million over time. However, right now with the amount of content that it's taking you to, to, to get to some of that. If it's like YouTube shorts, I understand it a little bit more. That's eh, yeah, kind of iffy, but like um, um, the thing that you need to do is you need to go in and start seeing how people are responding to what it is that you're doing and start making adjustments from there. Other things is just making sure that the content that you're making, every video that you're putting out is an ideal fit for your audience, or the target audience that you're trying to reach of homesteaders, those types of things. Um, but, you know, if you go and you watch a bunch of videos and learn uh, about YouTube analytics, you're going to start identifying things within your channel that you will be able to fix because you know right now you're like how do I focus in on my content and grow better the way that you focus in on your content so that you can grow better is by really getting in tune with how people are responding to what it is that you're doing and then adjusting accordingly based on what it is that you see people respond or how people respond in your analytics so um so that would be the approach that I would take for there Travis MVP my man hope you're doing fantastic Travis how you doing man nice to see you
1: happy holidays the boys are back in the studio
0: i miss we are boys are back in town that's a song right that that is a song for those
1: of you who don't know travis is the voice of this super chat that is travis travis is the voice of this Mm -hmm. welcome
0: to the nimanati
1: in his rocker chair that you
0: hear gently creaking which
1: is the best part of that and i believe he's this
0: i'm not sure which that one is i don't have my headphones on i can't hear anything so yeah i'm not sure really I, you know i should put a little speaker here that's what i have at my place i got like dual speakers Just coming real. at me so i can like hear all that you stuff you can't
1: hear what i'm pressing no
0: nope can't hear it <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. buckle up people it's yeah, going to be a like fun I'm,
0: show for the. yeah i feel <laughs> like i'm in for it now I feel mean, like i'm in for it
1: i'm going to load some stuff up now we're going to play some music ladies and gentlemen <laughs>
0: So the uh, next question that we have here on our list, run number 12 um, right now. Oh, and by the way, Travis, he's also um, uh, he does tech content. Yeah, so um, you, if awesome, you're into, man. you know, tech uh, related content, definitely make sure to check him out. He has a new channel. Also, too. Um, he is awesome a video game enthusiast also and not like, hey, I'm sitting here playing games on a, on a PlayStation, but his entire place. Well, at least, you know, his studio area that you can see is decked out with like full size video game machines. It's awesome like old school video game. Machines. Right? It reminds it's me of like... Yeah.
1: Skip- like an arcade. It's like an arcade. It reminds me of... Uh, what's a, an arcade? Yeah. It reminds yeah. me of an arcade. Yeah. What remi- was that called? It yeah. reminds me of being like yeah. in the third grade and skipping school yeah. and going to hang out with all the deadbeat kids at the arcade. Yeah, And they're in there like... Hold
0: on, wait. You're in third grade hanging out with the deadbeat kids at the arcade? Yeah. Interesting. And that explains a lot. You know, now, now I get it. Yeah, now I get it. Now Dude, I it was like
1: Asteroids, Pac-Man, all nice. that stuff. Nice. Yeah, man. Third, third grade D
0: skipping school. <laughs>
1: Dude, you guys don't even know
0: He's yeah. like hey this is for chumps i'm out of here yeah, uh, yeah. i'm yeah. out here i'm gonna take my kool-aid and go hang out at the arcade yeah, cool. yeah. yeah. The, yeah well <laughs> the big kids
1: were drinking kool-aid
0: <laughs> oh good stuff so we got Johanel professor i think that's what it is uh yeah professor um, they do music content. The goal of the channel is to teach piano. Um, the question is, I'm at 45,000. Is it too late to change niche? I feel stuck at this point after six years. Please help. Um, if it was me, people do pivot channels. People do pivot channels successfully. But if it was me, if I had an audience of people that i have already built, I grew the channel to 45,000 subscribers. I have those videos where people are still interacting with them and enjoying them, but you just don't want to do it anymore. I would start a new channel about something else. Um, but if you're like, hey, I'm feeling stuck, and I still want to make the piano content, I want to get this channel moving, then in that case, that's going to come down to, you know, really sitting down at the drawing board again and just getting super clear on who it is that you're serving. So, for example, when it comes to channels like yours, um, <laughs> Cakes by Choppa, he says, he's like, he was out here in these streets. I'm, I'm
1: Seriously, yeah. I like, as that came out of my mouth, yeah. and as it's, like, simmering.
0: right? Like, third grade, like, how hard are people hold on, in third hold on, grade?
1: Hold on. I'm 50 years old now. Yeah. And I've never actually addressed that. Yeah. And as I'm sitting here absorbing what I said, it all makes sense now.
0: (laughs) Like, I I, I feel like. Oh, we just had a moment. We just had a moment, I guess. Yeah, Yeah. I just
1: had a. That may have just spun me into like a midlife crisis. (laughs) Like
0: and it <laughs> happened right here on Nimmin live everybody <laughs> this is great I, yeah.
1: I'm, I'm thinking about like yeah what were you doing yeah. why were you skipping school in the third grade right. hanging out with kids that right. were, were drinking you
0: seriously in third grade like you how, how old are you in third grade hold on, I gotta Google this like how, how old is somebody in third I don't know grade?
1: but it was downtown when we lived downtown how
0: old
1: they had the arcade our... and we. Had, I,
0: I was I was like, oh yeah, okay, okay. I Eight was to nine years old. Okay, that's skippable school. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like with a couple of bad influences. Yeah, yeah man. That's, yeah, you could definitely fall into uh, a school skipping there, like yeah. nine or ten. And I, do, I would I can like, see that.
1: I would just like take random bikes from
0: school nice. and
1: just like go to the arcade.
0: Nice, nice. Yeah, so Dee's just kind of, kind of pouring it all out here, here. So, wow. so we just found out that Dee was skipping school in third grade, wow. and and he was a bike thief. Wow, yeah, this is great. a borrower, a bike borrower. A borrower. Oh, yeah, yeah. The bar- bar- were, all borrower. the other kids were in school. <laughs>
1: But like all the like the high school kids and the dropouts were at the arcade. Oh, love it! That was
0: fantastic. I was really good at those games. So, though. yeah, I would hope so. Yeah, yeah I'd hope so. Spending yeah. all that time there. So, um, the the, the here on the forty five thousand subscribers. So one of the things that I, I started to um, talk about there is so let's say you have forty five thousand subscribers. You built this channel up, and you're wanting to you know take it in another direction. Like the very first thing that I would dig into, of course, is your analytics. Just like the other one that I was ta- the other channel that I was talking about here just a few minutes ago, um, and just see how people are responding to see if there is anything you can tweak there. But I'm sitting down at the drawing board board and getting it clear in your audience, because when people are making content for others, like things that can happen, like in your case, you have a music channel, you're teaching people the piano. So when it comes to teaching people the piano, you could be taking this really broad view of like, hey, anybody that wants to learn how to play the piano or anybody that wants to learn all these different things in the piano, I'm going to focus on like everybody that has anything to do with playing the piano. but. If you pick up somewhere in that journey and you start working on trying to help people in that particular part, that can be really effective. So, for example, um, you'll get the most content. I would think I don't know this for a fact when it comes to piano because I I, I dabble, but I don't like actually play piano. I don't know enough about it to say that this would be the case. He was playing Mozart. While, I, three was, years, yeah, while, while I was in school, I'm yeah. at the
1: arcade. He was playing Mozart on the piano.
0: Yeah, like uh, no. the, <laughs> the 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 thing though is like, for example, like if you're if you're targeting everybody playing piano, then that's a pretty big pull, And because of that, you're going to be making all of this, you know, content that some of it's going to be for beginners way at this end of the spectrum. Some of this people, some of it's going to be for like advanced piano players. But if you're like, hey, I'm helping people within like, you know, this first part of learning the piano. So every video that I put out is going to be, you know, helping these people that are just trying trying to learn how to get started playing piano or people that are in that mid spot and they're trying to like really level up. I'm just going to focus on those people because if you, if you can narrow the content down to like a group like that, then it really helps add clarity and it also helps add value to the channel in every aspect because then if you have a channel to where you're focused on like that new part, then every new person that, that you know, hits the channel, they're just going to binge watch your stuff because they're going to be like, oh, this is great. This is all for me. If it's people in that mid area of, you know, their expertise at piano, and they're trying to get to that next step, then in that case, they watch one of your videos, they click on your other content, and they're like, wow, all of this is for me. I'm going to binge watch it. Um, and I'm going to bookmark this. I'm going to keep coming back here until I get to this next point. And then same exact thing if you're teaching like advanced things. So like when you just get super clear on exactly who it is that you're trying to reach, it can make you know a really big difference. Um, in addition to that, you also have like, okay, am I teaching piano players that are trying to just learn how to play Mozart or am I teaching piano players that are trying to learn how to, learn how to play piano so that they can make like fire trap beats, uh, you know, with yeah. their piano, right? Yeah. yeah, so so like, you know, like, like getting clear on all of those things can really help your audience connect to, you know, you and the content and can really help you amplify I the value like, that you're putting out on the channel,
1: I feel like I want to go over there, we need a camera and I'm gonna go make some fire trap beats right now.
0: Go for it. While you do you Oh uh, while while I'm, while I'm talking about it, you're just over there, you know, just like Fire yeah. trap beats while I'm over yeah. And then and then and then there's gonna knock on the door and be like, Hey could you guys turn it down? And then we're gonna be like, Turn it down for what? And turn then we're it gonna like fall into through the floor right? and then the live the whole the whole gonna be like a whole other <laughs> <Like> thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> turn it down All right. for what? <laughs> I love it. And that's how I end up
1: in jail on yeah. Christmas Eve. Right, right. Started
0: yeah. in third grade, now he's in jail. Now I'm yeah, in high prison on Christmas. Yeah, on Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I would like oh. to say that's the worst thing that's ever happened
0: to me. <laughs> but it wouldn't be. <laughs> Paul Peck, Drywall tube. Paul Peck, what's going on, man? Super You're doing fantastic. Trash. Thank you for the super chat, man. Super appreciated. Merry Christmas to yes. you as well. Merry Christmas, well. man, to you and yours aperture so movement says right. merry christmas to both of you thank you for your suggestions and advices i've been trading my channel as a, uh treating my channel as a side hustle but starting next year i'm starting to treat it as an actual job fantastic you know one thing that's um that's awesome about that approach is like when you look at youtube as like how you think about everything that you do matters, of course, we all know that. So like when you look at your YouTube channel and you look at it like, hey, this is a hobby, then it becomes less important, right? So like if you're wanting to like reap all the benefits, so to speak, of having a YouTube channel and you wanna make sure, and you wanna add, you know, all that value to everybody, then in that particular case, like when you look at it as a hobby, then it's just kind of like, hey, it's that thing that I'll do when I have time. But when you look at it like, you know, hey, this is something I'm taking seriously, or like, hey, this is a business that I'm gonna build, then in that particular case, the entire approach about everything that you do is going to change. So by you switching your mindset from like, hey, this is something I'm doing for a hobby this year, I'm going to be taking it seriously and trying to grow a business here. Um, in that case, like, you know, the approach and everything it is that you're doing is going to be completely different. And when you treat it like an actual job, it also becomes not as a job, but as you know, like a, as a business opportunity, Then it um, like then it job. also then it becomes a priority as well you know because then it's like okay i got to make sure i get this thing done because you know if i don't get this thing done then i'm going to break the machine so to speak so um so yeah that's that's fantastic i love seeing that Super next up we got small town tourist says nick have you or would you ever consider randomly selecting one of your viewers to come on your stream for a few minutes to get a live channel review so um i i've actually done I've had it where people have come on stream and I've done channel reviews. I mean, keep in mind, I've been doing these live streams now for like, uh, probably six years, probably. But I've had people come on stream um, and we've done channel reviews then. Um, We used to do, um, back when we were streaming in here in the past, um, we used to do just channel reviews, like that was our stream. So now it's Q&A. But in the past, we would do like, you know, hangout Q&A stuff. And then we would reserve the last hour, which would then turn into three hours to where all we did for that entire time is just look at channels and give tips. The reason we stopped doing that um, is because we had a lot of people that kept having they kept giving like super chats, because that would prioritize the channel, you know, reviews. And um, they kept giving super chats, and they were getting their channels up on the screen, but they weren't actually making any changes. So they were using it more as like a promotional tool, um, instead of using it as a way to you know, like, try to get some help with their YouTube channel. And because they were super chatting, and it was moving their channels to the top of the queue, it was like one of those things where we, you know, kind of have to pull it up. Um, But then, you know, that that kind of removed the opportunity for somebody else to get their channel looked at as well. So it just didn't work out that great. And we also had a couple of situations where we gave channel reviews to people and they freaked out because we publicly, you know, were saying yeah. to people like, hey, you need to do this. This isn't good. You need to, you know, fix this and work on this. And people are like, oh, my God, I can't believe you just kind of put me on blast, so to speak, like that. You know, when you had those people in your live streams, you made me look bad and like all this stuff. And people, you know, would, took it the wrong way, even though we're sitting there trying to help them. So, um, so yeah, it, it's just it's it just created a lot of complications. So now that stuff is reserved for um, our members. Groups um, and we do it over there. But um, another thing we did also for a period of time um, when I first got the Roadcaster, actually is uh, we did live call-ins. That was super fun. I loved doing live call-ins. But uh, but we did live call-ins where people would just call in and ask questions, just like, you know, you just ask the question there. People would come, they would, you know, call in, they would ask the question, and then we'd sit there and talk about it. And that was great because that helped me get extra context on what it was that they were dealing with, what they were trying to do. I could ask them specific questions based on their questions and stuff. So it was really great. But unfortunately, after just a few of those, people start leaving the streams a lot because, you know, they weren't getting their questions answered and you know like that kind of stuff. So um so that was another you know complicated thing, uh so to speak. Uh but Beaver yeah, Zero so yeah, to answer your question, you know, succinctly, yes. Um we we've definitely done that. Beaver Bio, <laughs> uh,
1: Beaver Zero, thank you for the repressed memory. That's what Christmas is about. <laughs> <I know, laughs>
0: <right. laughs> oh, I love it. Thanks for repressed memory. Yeah, That's what Christmas the, is all I, that. It is kind of I know, can yeah. I
1: can promise you this. Tonight when this stream is over and I'm lying in bed. Yeah. I've got a lot to think about sure there's right. a lot to process yeah sure sure on, sure on this Christmas Eve sure there's a
0: lot to process sure
1: sure sure yeah
0: love oh it so uh, let's see here so next up on our list we have um my Aussie garden and kitchen they upload one time per week or more it is a cooking preserving food and growing food um based around homesteading topics channel the goal of the channel is to teach others how to grow preserve and cook food and the question is I have a long form video Excuse me. Get it out. I have a long-form video with ninety thousand views in planting about planting passion fruit. It's one of my first, and I'd like to touch the title and and touch up the title and description. Would this hurt my traction that I'm getting on this video? Would it mess with the analytics, et cetera, negatively? I've just left it alone so far. So one thing I just want to want to highlight here really quick, and I know this is just like a like semantics, but um, when it comes to the way that you phrase that in terms of like messing up your analytics. Um, always think of it in terms of the viewers, right? So it's not necessarily about messing up like what's happening in your YouTube analytics. Those analytics are a reflection of how you know humans on YouTube are interacting with your content. So the idea is like, okay, will this mess up? Like just to kind of reframe, you know, how you know how how you're seeing that. The idea is to think about it in terms of like, will this mess up how people are responding to what it is that I'm doing? And that's something that you have to consider when it comes to changing your title and or your thumbnails. Is when you have a thumbnail and a title that's working, you can change it and make it better. But you can also change it and make it worse. So because of that, you could make it to where you know, you're getting all these views on this video, and then you change everything, and then you end up doing it in a way that ends up hurting the video instead of helping it, but you could also do it any other direction. So if you do decide to make that change, just make sure that you're heavily monitoring, you know, any of those changes that you make on high-performing videos. Because if it starts going in the wrong direction, you want to make sure that you are able to, you know, change it back to uh, what it was originally.
1: Super chat.
0: Next question.
1: Express Sensei says listening to this while in the gym and i've got people looking at me as i'm dying laughing youtube <laughs> happy to help happy
0: holidays love, and, it. Uh, love it see what we're doing share. is we're trying to help you work out your abs that's you right know, that's what we're doing we're are you know we're here to support content creators but can if you're, the, you're if you're a content creator at the gym we're here to support you too by helping you get that ab workout from laughter so can i show uh, my
1: abs on your channel um probably
0: not yeah oh. probably probably wouldn't be Dude, a good I've, idea I,
1: i've been working on my abs to really tighten them up yeah I am proud of him.
0: Yeah. Maybe I'll do that on my channel. He's yeah, maybe that's probably he's a good, yeah, man. it's probably that's an appropriate good, thing. Good, yeah, he's been working good. on his abs to tighten them up. Yeah. yeah. Looking good.
1: Yeah. For Christmas.
0: Yeah. If you want to look at like a loaf of bread, it's gonna give you like something similar. You know, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I that'll that you. help. Yeah, shredded. Just, yeah, just Google I'm shredded. Just Google talking? loaf of bread and then you'll see, you know, and then imagine that bread vertical and then you'll get an idea of what these uh, abs look like.
1: Shredded. So uh,
0: so next up on our list here, uh, we've got uh, Martonic. Martonic says they do daily content. The type of channel is gaming, first-person shooters, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare 2, and Warzone 2. The goal of the channel is looking to grow a community of awesome people and grow an online following. I like the process of making videos, so I'm doing it daily. And um, the question is, I'm averaging percentage views from short form content a bit buggy at the moment. Oh, is the average percentage viewed from short form content a bit buggy at the moment? Um, I'm not sure. Um, That stuff, like one thing to remember is like with YouTube, like they're one, they test stuff, you know, in different places, different regions, different creators, all that. Plus, they have CDNs, uh, uh, content delivery networks that are kind of bouncing, you know, stuff all over the place and all that. So sometimes bugs can happen. That's normal on YouTube. Typically, if it's a major one, then um, team YouTube will tweet about it. And let people know um um but uh because of that you guys want to make sure you're following like all the youtube people that you can um in terms of like team youtube um creator liaison uh, renee ritchie um, on youtube um as well you want to make sure you're following both of them um and just go to mine and see the people i'm following because i got a bunch of youtube people i'm following there too but um but for staying up to date on things like that but it says in the latest video performance section of my youtube studio dashboard the number is far lower than the one when i look at it in the analytics on that piece of content if people watch my video for 22 seconds and the video is 26 seconds long why is the average percentage viewed only 66 seconds i'm confused so what you want to make sure that you're thinking about is all oh, you're okay so what you're saying if people are watching your video for 22 seconds and the video is 26 seconds long why is the average percentage viewed only 66? So yeah, you could be getting that um, directly from the short shelf itself, or you could be seeing um, how people are responding to it when they are seeing it in other places on YouTube as well. So um, you can get that type of mix up, but in terms of you know the it actually being buggy because of that, um, I would say you're probably fine. You're probably just looking at um, where, or you're probably not looking to see where the views are coming from for that difference. So what you wanna do for that particular short, um, you wanna go into your traffic sources and you'll be able to see exactly where um, or what your view duration is from the different places on YouTube to help you add clarity to that one
1: I want to tackle this really quick I saw in the chat Um, learn Spanish world says there's a bug where some of your shorts get deleted what could be happening there's two things that could be happening here one if you're using the remix to remix someone else's short and they turn off that remix feature on their end your short will get deleted number two if you make a short out of your own content and you edit any part of that original video, your short will get deleted. So that could be what's happening. You know what you've done there. But I'm not aware of any other bug that's deleting shorts, do you?
0: Um You've heard no. of anything? No. But I know those two yeah, things just, that are causing that shorts to get deleted. Yeah, it's just the, the the remix stuff uh taking yeah. them out. Okay, so um, next question that we have here is from Seismic Shock TV. They upload every other day. They've been on YouTube for a year or more. They do Pokemon cards.
1: Why is it so hard for people to believe I got abs? The goal of the They're channel. They're just like Swiss cheese and loaf of bread and like <sighs> cut up. Come on, people.
0: This is Christmas. Because you, you, you talk a lot about um, how much you enjoy pineapple on pizza. That's why. So that connection of like, okay, if he's enjoying a lot of pineapple on pizza, there's probably a good chance hurt. that uh, that that his abs look like uh, hurt. You know, bread. I'm hurt so uh but Pokemon just, cards is the type of channel mean, man the goal of the channel is to inspire others to do more, bring positivity to people and entertain. And the question is little backstory. I used to hit close to 10 to 15,000 views in the first 30 to 60 minutes of a short being uploaded to my channel. Um, my channel isn't that big either, but my shorts have hit millions. As of the past week, it seems the algorithm has switched up because now it seems like views are around the 1 to 3,000 range in the first hour. Um, and nothing wrong with that, but it started a week ago when YouTube basically said I was being considered for the shorts fund that next pay period. My question is, has the algorithm change with shorts for content. I have no idea. So when it comes to those types of this
1: a lot, yeah, we have when it
0: comes to those types of things and like an algorithm change, the only people that know like instantly when an algorithm change happens are the people that are actually working on it. Um, And then, you know, the information will go out from there. And then for the rest of us, like, you know, if we're like paying attention to channels and stuff like that on the back end, then we'll notice like, hey, something changed. So like something's, you know, going on here. Um, So it's definitely possible that there was a change of some kind, you know, recently but one thing to remember also is that YouTube is constantly updating that like the algorithm is constantly changing based on how people are interacting with the platform in real time Um, so that's also you know a factor so um, absolutely it's possible that something has changed because the thing that you're talking about right now a lot of people are talking about that same you know you're seeing that reported um, in a lot of you know a lot of places people are talking about it on Reddit people are talking about it on Twitter people are talking about it on Facebook and people are talking about it here too
1: yeah and just one thing and if you're getting a ton of views I probably wouldn't do this but I mean you could test and see but a lot of people are uploading some shorts and they're getting a lot of views and they upload others and they're getting like zero views or 10 views one thing that's working for a lot of those people is to delete the short that's got that's really low performance or zero views delete it and just re-upload it re-upload it another day re-upload it another time and that seems to be i don't know what kind of a weird thing is going on with shorts it could be that when the shorts hitting the short shelf it's just how youtube is testing that particular audience at that time but that's yeah, something. Sure. That's, yeah, something's been working. I made a short about it. Comments are filled with people like, "Yep, that worked for me. That Same worked. That worked, yeah. that worked. That worked. That
0: yeah. worked." Nice. So, um, so one thing also is keep in mind when it comes to two different shorts. You know you can't expect the same result from one short that you got from you know that you got from another short right because it might be getting shown to different people things like that so if it's like two different shorts and they're wildly different then that would be normal um but if it's the same short and like you know you're having these weird things happen to it um yeah i mean it's possible that um you know that there was a change for sure we'll never Um, know Let's see here. So next up, we've got Stormy Sky Rail Productions. Stormy Sky Rail Productions um, does trains with some weather. The goal of the channel is to have fun and eventually make some money. And the question is, we notice some channels doing daily premieres and others having multiple premieres daily. Do you think this helps or harms your channel? Thank you so much and a Merry Christmas to you both. So when it comes to um, premieres, that it's comes down to how your audience, you know, responds to premieres. If yeah. people are, you know, really responsive to the premieres that you're doing, then in that case, you know, it's, it's a good call to, you know, do premieres on a regular basis. But if you do premieres, and you find that those videos just don't perform as well, or people don't really interact with them the way that you would like, then in that case, just uploading it as a regular video without the premiere um, would be the good move in that particular part. But in terms of, you know, some channels doing like, you know, premieres daily, you know, there's a lot of YouTube channels doing a lot of different things. There's some YouTube channels that upload like, you know, 50 videos a day. Um, There's some YouTube channels that uh, that do like Like tons of live streams a day, there's some channels that will have multiple 24 hour live streams happening per day, like there's a lot of channels doing a lot of different things and it works for, you know, a lot of different channels based on what it is that they're doing, how their audience responds and things like that. So um, so if you find like if you experiment with it, and you find that it works, and of course, you'd keep going with it. But when it comes to this type of thing with your audience, the idea is to test things, right. So when it comes to being a content creator, um, and it doesn't matter what platform you're on, the, the path to success comes through experimentation, right? It becomes clear through experimentation because as you test different things on your YouTube channel and you test how people respond to different things that are, that are responding to your content, then it starts to help you identify when we do these things, they respond, when we do these things, they don't really respond and that really adds a lot of clarity to everything it is that you do. So uh, if you see other people doing it that are doing similar type of content or if you think that it would work, you know, be a good fit for your audience, then in that case, try a few and just see how people respond to it. And you might find that people love it and those videos end up doing well long-term. Or you might find out that people don't really enjoy them that much um, or they don't show up that much or something like that. Um, or that it creates another, you know, negative experience for, you know, for, for uh, you know, your viewers in some way. So uh, let's see here. So next up, oh, so really quick, Renee Ritchie says, uh, oh, D got you in there. Okay, says, Oops. while reuploads may have worked in the past, we do not recommend creators reupload the same short for any other content multiple times. Uh, sorry, multiple times a day to get more traffic. Um, could be interpreted as abusive. So just as a real quick best practice uh, check there. Don't re-upload your content is kind of what he's getting at there, saying it might be something that worked in the past, but in terms of doing that, YouTube might see that as something that's abusive for the platform. In other words, this video didn't do well, so I'm taking it down. I'm re-uploading the same video as a way to try to game the system because you know for whatever reason. So um so because of that you know um you know we've got an official word there. <laughs> but it and works. that was and that was um tr- uh, tweeted by Todd Sherman who runs Shorts at YouTube. Um by the way. So yeah, fantastic. Thank you for that, uh, Rene, appreciate yep. it, man.
1: Picture system, yeah, man,
0: yep. picture system. So uh, next up on the uh, list, we've got um, Tampa Bay Steve. Tampa Bay Steve says they do a local media channel. The goal of the channel is to provide awareness of local events and business on YouTube. And the question is, I've been posting videos consistently for over six months now. My channel is half vlog, half journalism type that focuses on local events, restaurants, and theme parks. Some videos have over 1,000 views, most of them over 100 views, and I just hit 210 subscribers. I feel like my growth has been extremely slow, but the quality of the videos have been super based on the companies that I work with. I feel like there's a disconnect here. Any advice on how to grow my channel faster without losing the authenticity or quality of subscribers? So it sounds like you're uploading a bunch of just kind of like random type of content based on the companies that you work with, um, as long as I'm understanding you correctly. So because of that, one thing that you have to make sure that you are thinking about, I mean, you are doing awareness of local events. So if you are targeting a local area, then I guess that would make sense to, you know, kind of do that if you are, you know, um, showcasing these different businesses. But one thing to think about is if you're trying to grow the YouTube channel, showcasing the businesses in a way that would be a benefit to the viewers would be the approach for that. And you would also want to make sure that you're also showcasing the businesses that would make sense to showcase for the community that you're trying to build around the channel. So, for example example. What I mean by that is, let's say that part of what it is that you do in the businesses that you're highlighting are restaurants. Then, in that particular case, you know, um, if you're only doing like restaurants, then anybody in your area that's interested in, you know, figuring out all the best places to dine and all that and stay up to date on all the, you know, new restaurants and all that, all of those people would be able to see your channel as a resource for content that they could keep coming back to, it'd be worth subscribing to and all that. And they would check in on a regular basis to see if you had anything new. Um, Whereas, if you're like, hey, we're, we're doing this video on this like steel manufacturing place this video on a restaurant this video on you know these other things then it starts kind of diluting the people that you're reaching even though it's all intended for those people that live in that area so one way to think about this is if you did like the restaurant version, and again, I'm just saying this as a scenario here, if you were doing the restaurant version, but then you also had something that you did, either a video or a live stream that you put out every week that was just telling people like, hey, these are all the different things that we have going on this weekend in our in our town. Then in that case, your your channel would be like an entertainment resource for the community. Um, whereas if the current thing that you're doing is just working with a bunch of random companies and bringing awareness to them through this, then it might not be a perfect laser fit for, you know, for the value that people you know think that they're receiving from your youtube channel and it might really be diluting your audience as well so um just some things to think about there when you know when you're trying to you know get things moving a little bit faster there is that clarity of audience and it doesn't matter what type of content that you make when you're clear on who it is that you're making content for it makes everything else super easy and it makes it really easy to um connect with those people that you're that you're trying to reach and make content for them and serve them super christina Smallhorn. How are you doing, Christina? So, Christina, I hope that you're doing fantastic. Says, just wanted to remind Nick that tomorrow is Christmas. Thank you so much for that. I, oh, I would have forgotten about it. So, she comes what? in on holidays. You've probably seen it lurking. So, she comes I've, in like. I blocked her. I don't know yeah, what let, she said. <laughs> love it. So uh she she'll uh, she'll come in and be like, "Hey, it's Thanksgiving uh tomorrow" or "Hey, it's Mother's Day tomorrow." Yeah, she's like uh she's been a lifesaver in a, in a few different uh situations. Christina, Merry Christmas to you. Hope that you are fantastic. Hope everybody Super around you is fantastic. And Merry Christmas to you um as well. Yep. Um, the Artist Haven says, Happy Holidays, Dick and oh, e. hey, I'm Tish. forever grateful that I met you both. Um, You've taught me so much over the years that has allowed me to help others. Best wishes to you in 2023, Tish. Tish, thank you so much for that. Um, Merry Christmas to you as well. Um, and uh, yeah, happy holidays to you and, uh, and your family as well. So um see so your next question that we have here on our list is Hold from. I, I want to get
1: clarity on something here. Yeah, go so Renee's answering here about it says you can upload fixed versions of a video or new versions that was for more people who try to upload 10 times or 10 different versions hold on trying to upload 10 versions of every video to spam the system are, are you talking renee about people just uploading the same like duplicate content i like, think what he's saying i think what he's saying is uploading, if uploading? you upload
0: a video and you're like oh i made a mistake And you take that video down, then fixing that mistake and re-uploading that video would make sense. And Renee, correct me if I'm wrong on this. Um, And then the other version is like, I'm going to upload the same exact video, make a tiny minor tweak to it for the sake of getting past the duplicate content thing and just kind of flood YouTube with um, pretty much the same video. Mm. That's how I'm interpreting it, but I don't know if that's correct or not. Mm. All right, moving on um next question next question is um let's see here from <laughs> I just have jets just Jets says that they do let's see here one year or more he says yeah re-uploading the same video over and over um the type of channel is jets the goal is to get to ten thousand the question is i want a lifetime vip on your channel with an email id i no longer have how do I get that back? Shoot me a DM on Twitter, and I'll get you all sorted. Um, so if you shoot me a, um, if you got the lifetime VIP, then that means that you got the lifetime um, membership to tuber tools, I think is what you're talking about in some giveaway that we did. Um, so that's totally fine. Just shoot me um, the information that you do have, shoot it to me um, in Twitter DM, and then I can go into the system on the back end and update your email in there so that we can you know, make sure to give you access there. Next on our list, we've got Everything Warren. Everything Warren says they've been on YouTube for less than six months. Um, they do mostly blogging. Um, the goal is to get monetized, and the question is, how do you get subscribers? D, how do you get subscribers on YouTube?
1: You get subscribers by making content that people are interested in that provides value to those people. If you're just uploading content that doesn't provide value to people, now value can be entertainment, right? You could be entertaining somebody, you could be teaching somebody how to do th- something, whatever. Like. If you're getting, if you're, getting, I was hoping
0: you'd put the camera on you. while no, I was showing no, 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 the no, no. water. But I yeah, did that on purpose. Just, yeah, you just left me raw here. Left me raw, showing the water. That's how right, I do go. it, man. Yep. That's how I do it. No. I'll, I'll click away so you can gurgle. Yeah. No, no, go ahead, <laughs> go ahead.
1: I was gonna put it on you.
0: Okay, all right, go, go, yeah. go, 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 go. Make
1: right. content that's valuable to people, right? Like if you're doing a family vlog, make it interesting, make it valuable to other families who would be interested to watch your thing. If you're just like, hey, watch this go to the store, that's not interesting. Nobody cares if you go to the store. So make content that's valuable. Make- content people are actually interested in and if they like you they'll subscribe to your channel yep but I'll, I'll say this so a lot of people I'd say most people starting out you're chasing hold on subs- we
0: got it. we gotta we gotta well actually I keep going it. yeah but, yeah blocked oh, out, okay yeah. somebody got it Yes. Yeah, right, somebody got you. it already yeah thanks I,
1: you know a lot of people especially when you're new you chase subscribers right you're chasing subscribers because we've got this thing in our head That subscribers are the answer but subscribers are not the answer i mean they do unlock certain things and it can get you monetized it can get you a play button it can get you access to various tools but like i my whole thing is don't chase subscribers Chase skills, yeah. like if you chase skills, if you learn how to become a better uh, communicator, if you learn how to become a better editor, a better storyteller, if you learn how to make better thumbnails and just have a better understanding of how YouTube works, you'll never have to worry about subscribers. Subscribers right. will take care of themselves. Yep. So chase skills, don't chase subscribers.
0: Mm. Mic drop, boom.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Yep. that's the thing. If you're starting out, forget about subscribers, yep. chase the skills because if you don't have the skills, nothing else
0: matters. Yep. Brian G. Johnson has a thing that he says is skills for subs. Right. You want subs? Skills for subs. Same yeah. exact thing you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Skills for subs. Skills for subs. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah. That's the thing. It's like you're asking- learn how to
0: serve your audience and it, yeah, learn how to serve your audience the best possible way. If you're entertaining people, yeah. then learn how to just, just crack them up or just keep them hyper engaged. Whatever the thing is, work those skills and you'll, you'll, social you'll thrive. media
1: is no different than any hobby that you pick up or any yep. sport that you play. You have to put in the reps to learn how to do it, yep. right? You have to put in the
0: time. You have to learn the skills. Yep. Social media is no different. Yep. So next up, we got cool, cool games, I bet you're playing some cool games. Um, they do gaming content, the goal of the channel is changing. Uh, the goal is changing, I'm trying to see where I can go with this. The question is, if you set up your channel in one country, such as Australia, in my case, and then travel to another country, in my case, Europe, how do you maintain that channel? Um, so as long as you set up your channel in the same place where you are banking, then you're totally fine. Um, you can travel all over the world, and you can keep uploading your videos, your YouTube channel, and everything's going to maintain the same. So um, so in In my particular case, like I, you know, um, before, you know, the thing that we've been dealing with here for the last couple of years before that happened, you know, i have traveling all over the place, uploading YouTube videos from from Armenia, from Hong Kong, from China, from uh, Japan, from Thailand, from the U.S., different places in the U.S., like all of that, no problem at all. Um, so, like uh, where you are, you know, uploading from doesn't matter. Um, where people are responding from that matters because you know that uh, impacts your ad race, That you know impacts the accessibility of your content, things like that. But um, but it's not going to negatively impact you if you're traveling around and uploading your videos. Um, so really quick, they added more here. and They says, for example, sometimes I have the impression that my views are considered to be my viewers now, and most of my views now are from the city where I am now. I changed the original channel location to where I am now, but still the impressions of my views are considered as someone else's. I also tend to have less views perhaps because the channel's in English and in some countries in Europe. No, it's not that. It's just that when people are... Everything um, just as a as a as a note to kind of throw into this, everything that happens with your YouTube channel is based on how people respond to what it is that you're doing. That's it. So if, if let's say, for example, let's just go theoretically here, let's say you publish videos and let's say that you're in America, let's do it in reverse. Let's say that you're in the United States and you publish videos in Hindi. Guess what's going to happen? the people that speak hindi wherever they are dominant in the world that's probably going to be your largest traffic wherever source. they
1: are dominant in the yeah, world know, right let's think really
0: like, long just think really hard, hard where that
1: might where be the yeah, largest, right? where the largest where the largest group of people in the world would be who spend some hindi. time on this yeah, yeah let's marinate on that and yeah where could yeah. they be where could that billion people be right uh yeah i'll get back to you on that one <laughs>
0: So uh, Christina Smallhorn says, um, "Can I use StreamYard to post a pre-recorded live stream as a live that my audience hasn't seen? It's an hour long. Yes, you can. You can. Yep. So they have the um, they have that option to where you can um, you can live stream with pre-recorded content. Yes, they do have that option. Um, let's see here. So next up on our list here for our next question, we've got learning with Iman." I'm Amani I'm, blog, I think is how I say that. I apologize if I'm messing up the uh, the name there. Um, but they do learning hairstyling is the type of content. The goal of the channel is to teach and train using StreamYard I'm subscribed to. Awesome. And the question is, I'm subscribed to TubeBuddy, but it's not easy to figure out how to upload my own keywords and how to pick from the ones selected at the bottom of the dialogue. Do I need vidIQ also? Um, no, so basically when it comes to, um, when it comes, I have a video on TubeBuddy. Um, and it shows you how to use TubeBuddy. It shows you the different, you know, mistakes that people usually run into when it comes to using TubeBuddy. I'm actually going to be updating um, one of those. I think it's scheduled for January, the end of January um, for a TubeBuddy video. But um, when it comes to... TubeBuddy, and not figuring out how to upload your own keywords. You don't have to upload any keywords at all um, into TubeBuddy. Instead, what you do is you, if you're using their Keyword Explorer, then you type in the keywords that you know that you're trying to, um, or that you want your videos to, you know, show up for. And you look for the amount of you know search history and things like that. You look to see how competitive they are, that sort of stuff. Um, and then you make a call on if that's something that you want to go after or not, based on that information that gives you back. Um, the other side of that that you might be thinking about is you might be thinking about the tags. Um, Underneath the video, that might be the part that you're talking about there on the bottom. So there, you don't have to spend a ton of time there. Tags are actually are not that important anymore on YouTube. So still use the box until they take it away. But TubeBuddy's going to recommend some tags there. So all you have to do is look at it and say, is this relevant to my video? Yes or no. If it's yes, then add it. If it's not, then then don't add it. That's all you have to do. Super easy. Um, it's just it looks complicated when you're using it. But once you, you know, get in there and you watch that video that I'm talking about on my YouTube channel about how to use TubeBuddy, just type in how to use TubeBuddy nickname in a YouTube search and it'll pop up. But if you watch that video, it'll add a lot. Of clarity to, to what you're dealing with next question next okay so we've got uh living and crafting with ms the type of channel is craft quilting and crafting the goal of the channel is to show people um that health issues don't have to stop you from doing the things that you love that's awesome love that. the question is i'm making a point to take uh, my youtube and online store serious how many times a week do you suggest posting i will be doing quilt pattern tutorials and other crafts along with bringing more attention to ms So when it comes to your posting schedule on YouTube, the most important thing to make sure that you are thinking about is that you are posting at a cadence that you can sustain. Because I mean, of course, you can have periods of time where you're like, hey, I've got, you know, a bunch of time coming up, I'm just going to go hard, you know, and just kind of post some extra content during this period of time, like, that's fine. But what I'm talking about is like, okay, if I'm going to commit to an upload schedule, I need to make sure that I have that, um, the, the process of creating content comfortably built into my lifestyle. And that I can ensure that through reserving the time to do all the things that I need to do in order to make the content that I'm making, that I have that time reserved so that I can ensure that I'm going to be able to do this for a long time. If you do that, then that will dictate your upload schedule. So, you know, that might be once a week depending on how much time you have available, that might be once every 2 weeks depending on how much time you have available, or depending on how long it takes you to make content and how much time you have available, you might be able to do daily uploads. So, it really comes down to what you can fit comfortably into your life without stressing yourself out while also being able to balance what it is that you're doing on YouTube with everything else it is that you're doing in your life so that you can do it for for a longer period of time. But again, keep in mind sometimes those, you know, periods of time where you have to go a little bit harder than other periods of time, sometimes those are necessary, or it could be necessary to get going. Um, However, for long term sustainability, you have to make sure that you're pacing yourself um, to where it's comfortable for you, um, or else you'll end up, you know, burning out and you definitely don't want to go through that.
1: So Raj is asking really quick. It says, can I use Creator Mix music and gaming play uh, through live streaming if I game? Absolutely. That's what it's made for. You can stream it from your favorite streaming platform. You can download it, put it in your player, however you want to use it. Should I mention anything in the credits? I mean, you can if you want to. Uh, if you, if
0: you want to do us a solid, it would be us awesome and you can just say yeah.
1: music by Creator Mix. However, if you go to the site, you can, you've can. you got the FAQ over on the site that's going to explain everything. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to come after you if you don't. But just do right. us a solid, man. Yeah. Like It's for free. Like You know. Enjoy it. Give us a little love back if you want to. If not, that's cool, too.
0: Um, OSR Garage is our next question. Um, They do automotive content and reviews. The goal of the channel is to do YouTube full-time, reviewing and testing new vehicles. Awesome. Um, The question is, I started uploading last September and I hit 3,000 subscribers this past September. This might help people to know about evergreen content and what it can do. Last December, I uploaded a video showing how to replace the headlight bulbs on my truck. From December to March, it got around 250 views. From March to now, it has over 15,000 views and gains about 2,000 per month. It was one of my first videos, so you know it wasn't great, but people will watch it to learn how to do something. Absolutely. So this wasn't really a question, but this is more about just letting you guys know to keep in mind, right? I'm gonna kind of reinterpret this a little bit, but the idea is like, keep in mind that these videos that you might be publishing when you're starting your channel that you think to yourself, like, hey, you know, maybe not a lot of people are gonna see this, like as your YouTube channel grows and all that stuff, like if you have one good video that brings a lot of attention to your YouTube channel, YouTube's gonna start recommending, you know, that to, you know, some of that other content, like the video, that very first video that you made on your channel, YouTube could recommend that to somebody two years from now. So you wanna make sure that you are, you know, being very mindful about what it is that you're creating, but, these videos that you're putting out now, it might seem like right now, you know, maybe they're not getting a lot of views on them, but if YouTube figures out that right audience for them based on how people respond to it, then in that particular case, you know, it might end up in a scenario like this where it does well, you know, down the road. So just keep that in mind. Like, you know, a lot of people have this immediate expectation when it, you know, when they publish a video and we all want that. Like, we all want that one out of 10 with everything we publish. Right. But in reality, you gotta look wah, at the wah, long, wah, I know, wah. right? 10 out of 10 again, right. But I did, right?
1: I, okay say yes in the chat say yes in the chat if the more work you put into the video drops you lower on the list like the (laughs) the, the more work i put into a video the closer it gets to
0: 10 out of 10. but with the ones where i
1: fly by the seat of my pants it's like one out of ten right
0: but, yeah. but one thing to also consider with that, you know, a lot of people put a lot of um, and, you know, I'm guilty of this sometimes, too, but a lot of people put a lot of energy into that, like one out of 10 thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you got to keep in mind, like you're only competing with your last 10 videos. Yeah. So if you've put out some slammers, yeah. then, of course, it's going to be really hard to compete with those slammers. But if yes. you put out a bunch of duds, then it's really easy to get that number one spot. again. What
1: are you saying? So are you saying that me and everybody who's saying yes? Well, is, are putting out duds? No, no, we no, no. We don't all have eight hundred thousand subscribers, Mister no, Niman. No, 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 no. We don't all have YouTube play buttons My
0: last video, I think, I got like a like a nine out of ten. I think uh, on that particular one. Yeah,
1: we don't all have play buttons, dude.
0: right? But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but the idea though is that you know you're you're just competing with your last ten videos, so kind of take that with a grain of salt. Use it as a way to see, like, hey, you know, am I doing better than these last ten? But if you just put out, you know, like eight slammers, then there's a really good chance that you know you're going to end up in that number nine spot, you know. For the next handful of videos if you don't stop if talking. you don't come a slammer just stop talking you know what i mean just stop <laughs> stop with that
1: so we have a very important question here from rich graham it says yeah, question
0: cakes by choppa says my worst video has 41 million views on right it. right i'm telling yeah. you there's something yeah, compete with that there's something
1: yeah. that ha- there's a psychological thing going on yeah. there I, I yeah anyway rich says why does he hate christmas he's not wearing christmas uh, here's the thing
0: yeah he does hate christmas here's yeah, the D thing he does hate christmas it
1: all started in the third grade and if you don't understand the reference he's
0: unpacking this today here on the on the thing go right? back go yeah. back and
1: watch it it started in the third grade and it's unraveled yeah. from there
0: next thing you know d is going to be they have like meditation retreats where we live so you can go up into the mountains and you can like have a meditation retreat for like three days or 10 days or 30 days or whatever d is going to go up and he's going to he's going to lay in bed tonight and he's going to have his like you know like moments where he's kind of mentally you know kind of imploding and then like tomorrow he'll probably wake up and be like hey i'm going up into like the mountains and i'll i'll, I'll see in like you know three months going into some like uh, deep introspection up here
1: yeah they have like meditation with monks here like yeah. up in the
0: mountains yeah it's like legit like yeah it's what you would imagine that kind of stuff to be
1: yeah, yeah. go up there barefoot monk road yep. the whole thing yep. for like a month silence go up the mountain come down yep. somebody new no
0: spoken word for like three months yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'm telling you man Super so tracks. uh shark scrapper says I'm um, on track hope you're doing awesome says um, on track to be at ten thousand subs by this time next year. Plus, I'll be adding live streaming to my channel in twenty twenty three. Wow! Thanks to our conversations wow. at Vid Summit. Looking forward to thanking you again in person in Dallas. Yeah, looking forward to that as well. And I'm pumped up to see you start live streaming. I bet yeah, I bet man. your community specifically is really going to uh, enjoy that because with what it is that you do, there's so much detail and so much specifics to you know to to how you use the stuff that you collect. So yeah, that's going to be really h- interesting and valuable for the people that watch your content. I think.
1: Yeah. One of my favorite things is to watch somebody who's been putting off live streaming. Like you talk to them and like, yeah, you know, I'm going to get around to live streaming. and I'll get around to it. I'll get around to it. And then they start live streaming and it just changes everything. And they're like, why didn't I start before? I absolutely love going live. Why didn't I start before? I love it.
0: And Sam McLean says he became the Grinch at third grade. But Nick who from Whoville will win him over somehow tomorrow because it's Christmas and your heart will grow. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. (laughs) i love it i'm i love I'm, it i'm not a grinch
1: i'm more of like a north going zax mm, okay you know since we're doing dr Seuss, so i'm yeah. gonna come a north going zax okay okay that's it not Fair a grinch right. all right Fair i enough. mean i don't like christmas I mean, since but i'm we're not going, a grinch about it since got,
0: we're going there d go for it since we're yeah you got to switch uh, bring cameras it down here bring it down Take it. Come on. Yeah. Since we're going there. No, I got my, it. I've got, I've got my Nimmin two shirt unzip on. It. Zip also, it. Can't I, I can't it. unzip it. This is as far as it goes. Oh my God. Here, I'll just do it this way. Right. We're, oh, we're you can gonna, show your abs, cry. but I yeah, can't since, show my Yeah, Since we're repping Dr. Seuss. Right. So D has the number one version, by the way. So Shelly saves from uh, the YouTube channel, Shelly saves. Um, she she got today. Yeah. She's a friend. She, she got those. Yeah. She made these um, and gave them to us at uh, at Vid summit. But I was like, "Hey, it's red. It's Christmas. You know, I'm going to wear this." And it's possible that D would have his, but of course, you know, he shows up. Third grade also impacts like your memory for like you know being able to tap into things like no, that too. Yeah.
1: Tr- truth be told, I was going to go. Yeah, if you're asking.
0: Yeah, he was. He was going to go back and get it. I was going to
1: go home and I was going to get that shirt, but we had some technical problems here before we we're getting started, and, and it just took up all of our time, and I didn't have time to go yeah. to go change. So I'm yeah. just you know in black like a like a cowboy. Yeah. Because that's how I roll.
0: Um, Hoodskill sure says, "I track. love what you are doing. Thank you Thank so you, much man. for Thank the you. kind words. Super, um, super appreciate it." So uh, yeah, so Renee says, "Shelley's amazing. She is. She's super cool."
1: Thanks, Shark Strapper. I I appreciate that.
0: He says an excuse to not post videos on his channel. Love it. Yep, love it. Yep, absolutely love why it. Why do I get the that? Was feeling like a, that was like a heavy slam right there. That was why? like a nuanced heavy slam. I love it.
1: Why do I get the feeling I'm not wanted
0: here? <laughs> Like I like nobody wants to see uh, my
1: abs. Like I'm just getting. Well, it's just me. I just um, didn't
0: want to see them. No, yeah, I didn't want to see the abs. The, the
1: chat was just like no. Nope. I
0: saw bread like earlier today. No. So like you know like you know seeing two loaves of bread in one day Name might be a me bit much. Not up, man. so uh, next up we've got legend industries legend industries uploads when they have time they have a gaming uh youtube channel the goal of the channel is to grow my channel and hopefully create an income out of the channel the question is is it true that views are being counted after 10 seconds of an auto pre-roll of our videos that's supposedly the word um i personally haven't seen that like officially um but that's supposedly the word what people are talking about but i can't say one way or the other because when it comes to information like that i wait until i see it like officially So if you've seen that listed somewhere, either like YouTube or Team YouTube tweeted it or it's in the creator tip section of YouTube or the YouTube creator section of YouTube or something like that, if you see it from them, then consider it a yes. But but if you don't, um, then in that particular case, I always wait to confirm stuff like that until I see like an official, um, you know, like an official thing about it. Um, let's see here, because that's a really nuanced thing when it comes to uh, YouTube and how they uh, count it. So Rich Graham says, I don't have a six pack, Uh, six pack, I have a pony keg. Nice, nice, nice. Droning Western Australia says that they uh, do droning content. The goal of the channel is to show Western Australia. And the question is, until recently when I watched my videos from another channel, I didn't see advertisers. So since some of my videos have exceeded 1,000 views, I'm seeing adverts on my videos. My question is, since I'm not monetized, who gets revenues from those adverts? YouTube does. So a lot of people are like weird about that. And a lot of people, like you'll see people complaining about on Reddit about this all the time. Um, I get emails on occasion about this, but basically. Um when it comes to your uh, ads that are showing on your videos when you are not monetized, YouTube gets that. Yeah. Um, and one thing to consider because people are like, Why is YouTube monetizing my content? Like I make this, I put in the work. But a lot of people don't think about YouTube side, right? Like a lot of people don't think like, well, YouTube is a is a video platform that's hosting all of this YouTube stuff and like all of that. Your video right. That costs some money. Right. That so, costs um, money to host a video, yeah. Like every second of your video that somebody watches, um, it costs them money. It costs them money to even store your content on the platform. It costs them money to store your your thumbnail image on the platform. All of that. So, um, so that's why they that's why they monetize it. So I'm sure they're it making some money to outsource their amazing support,
1: <laughs> right?
0: That will reference other amazing support. Yeah yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. That just does copy paste from the Google Docs. Right. right. Yeah. 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 That, so that's yeah. an expensive thing yeah. for them,
0: I'm sure. So, um, so because of that, you know, there's that. Plus, I'm sure you know, I'm sure they're you know making some money on it. To, but the um, the idea is that they have and this is a recent thing that they did. So I think it was maybe like last year that they started doing that. But the idea is that, uh, uh, you know, like, they are like, as soon as you get into the YouTube partner program, then you've essentially qualified yourself to, you know, to be a partner, you know, for YouTube. So it's called the partner program, right? But the idea is that you have to qualify for that. And in the meantime, they're just making money off the content until you do, because there's a lot of people that don't get into the partner program, but they still just leave their videos up on YouTube. So it'd be kind of crazy for YouTube to just continue, you know, showing, you know, all of that content, um, without, you know, kind of getting a cut.
1: Yeah. And that's one of the cool things about getting into the partner program, because I hear some people say things like, Oh, I don't want ads on my channel. Well, if you get into the partner program, you can choose not to run them right but youtube is going to put them on your
0: until you get there
1: right YouTube's going to put them on your videos anyway and, and so you hear a lot of people there a lot of rumors going around and i i don't know what's real and what's not real i, I prob, probably rumors where they say things like um my views went down when i got monetized mm-hmm. but like they're going to run ads no matter what right so right. like it doesn't matter here's the thing about youtube youtube doesn't care if the viewers on your channel or nick's channel or my channel They they just care that they're on youtube right and they're going to run ads no matter what. Right. So.
0: And even with that, like um, when you're looking at some videos on YouTube, like um, every view also is not a monetized view. So a lot of content creators also, um, they will think – that like hey if I'm getting like um, I'm trying to get into the YouTube partner program um, I'm getting close I'm super excited about it and then they'll get really you know they'll get you know right up to the point and they think like hey as soon as I get in the partner program I'm getting paid on like every view that comes in right but in reality there's monetized views that you get paid on but the views that are not monetized like it's just people didn't see an ad on right. those videos right so like you also you know get a little bit of a surprise there as well but at the end of the day if you make good content for YouTube and you you know continue to serve the audience that you're serving you can make decent money from you know youtube ads but um but it's always a good practice to make sure that you're also making money off platform through other things like affiliate marketing or creating your own products or whatever, um, just for the sake of you know making sure that you you know just add more to the bottom line, but also is just kind of having that side thing like in the event that you do get demonetized or something like that, you still have like links in your videos and you know stuff like that to where you can still make you know money in other ways. Um, Renee Ritchie says it's in YouTube's and everyone's best interest to get in con uh, to get content in front of people who will love it, watch it, and want to watch more of it. Absolutely, go. absolutely. There you go.
1: For those of you who don't know, uh, Renee is the YouTube liaison. Mm -hmm. He works directly with YouTube on that.
0: And Cakes by Choppa says, um, another one here really quick says, um, there's some weird theory that YouTube doesn't want you to win. It doesn't make any sense. I agree. doesn't make any sense at all. Like when people are like, "Oh, YouTube's like doesn't want people to see my content or they're holding me down or something like that." Right. As long as they're making like, you know, I'm not going to say normal because that's all subjective, but um but as long as they're making content that isn't like, you know, high-risk content or something, like it's in YouTube's best interest for everybody to win. Because the more content creators that win, the more they tell everybody else about it, the more content that will come into the platform, you know, like it's like the more people that win, everybody wins. It's yeah. great. So uh, let's see here. So space team is our next question here. Cool name, and uh, it is. Uh, they have a science channel. The goal of the channel is to teach people about the cosmos, as it is a very rare topic. And the question is: Merry Christmas, Nick. Merry Christmas to you as well. Um, and they didn't say anything about Ud, so um, it was just a Merry Christmas to me. So um, the question is: How do I make more? I'm not
1: welcome here
0: on this Christmas. <laughs> I, how do you are? You
1: are. You are you, I'm not welcome you, you are, box, you are I'm welcome. Not welcome with a fox. <laughs> Not welcome on a train, not welcome in the rain, (laughs) I am not welcome. So so the
0: question (laughs) is, how do I make more videos with less effort? That's a really good question. So um, one thing that you might want to do, especially in your type of content, is when you are looking for the B-roll that you're going to be using, download everything and categorize it. Um, doing a little bit of front-end work like that um, is going to help you be able to just access the folders for what it is that you want yeah. instead of having to actually go explore the internet and stock websites and all that, trying to find what it is that you need. So for example, if you talk a lot about black holes, then I would get as much you know black hole you know videos and imagery and all that as you possibly can that you have the rights to use. If you're talking a lot about planets, then I would make sure you get as much of those as you possibly can if you're talking about different things that happen in space, making sure that you're getting you know enough of that. And then by doing that, what you're gonna do is instead of having to actually go and source it all, if as you're doing it for other videos, you're like, you know what? I'll probably use this in the future. Go ahead and download those too into folders about those specific things. So you can easily address them. Um, in addition to that, if if the way that you do your stuff supports this, batch creating content can also be helpful. So basically, what that is is when you're batch creating, you're taking each part of the process and you're doing uh, you're doing multiple videos. So for example, when you're sitting there coming up with video ideas and you're committing to video ideas, you're like, okay, these are the videos I'm going to make over the next ninety days. And You sit down in one swing, you're like, okay, these are the videos I'm going to make, and I've researched these. So the the ideation process is one, you know, part of the batch. Researching them is another part of the batch and then starting to actually, you know, come up with your thumbnail ideas, that's another part of the batch and your titles that should be, you know, done together, um, starting to, you know, figure out. Um, uh, 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 let's see, we get some of those Oh, like scripting the videos, if you can do that, you know, and like more, uh, you know, more than one video in a sitting, then that also is a way to kind of get ahead of what it is that you're doing. And it also is and this is a really important part of this. It's like a clear focus for that time that you've allotted to those things. So for example, it's it can be difficult to get your brain to go from like, okay, I'm coming up with the video idea to like now I'm scripting to now I'm like designing a thumbnail, right? Because those are like three different places in your brain, you might go for that. But if you're like, hey, I'm going to just write, you know, three scripts, then by the time you're like halfway through that first script, you're like in the zone, and then you crush through the last, you know, for the rest of that one, and then you crush through to the next one, you know, because you're already in that moment, same exact thing for thumbnails, I've already got Photoshop open or whatever tool you use. So you know, I've got this, maybe I can take some elements from this thumbnail and put it over here, those types of Things. So there's that. In addition to that, Having um, templates for what it is that you do can also really help with what it is that you, you know, with making content. So for example, um, if you have things that you commonly use in your videos, be they specific graphics that you use on a regular basis or, you know, things like that, songs, that kind of stuff, then in that case, you um, want to make sure that you have like an editing template and then you have all those things already included. And then that way, all you do is you have that initial folder that would be called your template folder, you copy and paste that and then you open that up and then it's gonna have your stuff in it. You rename your actual project file, and then you go ahead and start loading your videos into it. And then as you you have that. You don't have to go and source all of the other, you know, common graphics. Your end screen, any lower thirds, you know, anything like that, because they're already contained in that folder and in your project file. And then you don't have to source all that. So that speeds things up a little bit too. In addition to that, presets for everything um, is also advantageous. Man, so cropping, are huge, man. yeah, depending on the yeah. software you use, your uh, you can have cropping presets. You can have Color presets, you can have animation presets, you can have all kinds of really cool stuff to where you can just click a few buttons and make it happen instead of having to sit there and painstakingly, you know, draw keyframes and things like that. So doing those types of things can also help speed things up.
1: Even even presets. So if you're editing, right? Like you can do presets. So if you're like, hey, all of my videos, I I, you know, maybe I add a little vignette or I add a little contrast or a little brightness or or, you know, I sharpen it a little bit. Like even make presets for that. So you can just kind of drop that on top. The less you have to do in regards to clicks and extra steps. It's huge difference man yeah. yeah
0: huge difference um let's see here I love your channel name though space team super cool yeah I want to say this if you guys have a question we will
1: be doing a lightning round later I believe but if you have a question there's a form down in the description mm-hmm. please put your question in the form it is first come first serve we're doing our best to get to it yep, we're gonna do a lightning round here in about six minutes oh well then you yep. might want to hold off I'll just yep again I'm not welcome I'll just, <laughs> I'll just put it on Nick and I'll just go over here and shut up
0: <laughs> six minutes you're always welcome D. six minutes yep So, um, detours with Jeff, um, says that they upload every other day. Um, the, let's see here, the type of channels, vacationing and detours, the goal of the channel is to grow a strong community. Um, the question is might need to take a detour to Thailand. Um, my channel isn't growing as fast as I would like. What are some good outlets I can advertise to get people to subscribe to my channel outside of YouTube, Facebook, and things like that. Should I hold some giveaways D I see you shaking your head. Why are you shaking your head?
1: All right, here's the thing you want to grow a YouTube channel because I'm assuming that you don't yet know how to grow a YouTube channel, right? This is something that you're struggling with. People aren't they're not into what you're doing yet. Okay, if you start running around and trying to throw money at it, that's not going to fix the problem. You still don't have the skills to build that channel. Okay, if you're doing giveaways, what's going to happen is people are going to come for the giveaway and not your content. So they might come in, they might subscribe, they might Come and hang out for as long as the giveaway is there. But when the giveaway is over, they're not coming back to watch your content. So the thing that you have to do, and nobody wants to hear this because most people don't want to do this, you have to learn how to make content that people respond to. That means you have to watch videos. It means you have to put up a lot of content. There's a lot of stuff you have to learn how to do. So don't think that there's a shortcut. Think that there's skills you have to learn. There's no other way around it. You can shortcut it for a little bit, but long-term it's not sustainable. All those giveaway people, they're gonna leave. If you throw money at it, they're not gonna stick around either. There's a good chance if you throw money at it and you're not making content that people find valuable yet, there's a good chance that you're wasting your money on that too. I don't recommend running ads or throwing money at something unless you have a product to sell. Maybe if you have an online course or something like that, then it makes sense to actually, you know, run ads to try to direct people to your course but just like hey i want to grow my channel i want to throw money at it don't do that you have to learn how to first organically attract people right when you can get people to come and watch your video then it makes sense to throw money at something
0: yeah and another thing too is like um let's say that you let's say that you uh let's say that you run um ads on your videos right this is another place where this this gets uh where this gets difficult um i'm just saying check Streamyard private chat Oh, so I you were gonna you're gonna put it up because you're on no, the thing? Oh no, no, no. I, yeah. Now I'm like holding up my phone, showing him yeah. some stuff. Yeah, we're trying to like do it on the sly. But uh, so um, um, another thing to think about when it comes to buying ads for your videos is when you are advertising your content, you might have a lot of people come in, and a lot of people might love the content. Um, the problem is when you publish your next video, or when you publish, you know, a handful of your next videos, if you haven't learned how to get that organic response yet, because if you let's say, for example, you spend money, and you get, you know, through that money that you spent, you get 10,000 subscribers on your YouTube channel, because people enjoyed the content. Well, when you publish your next video, you still have to have the skill set that will get those people to click on your thumbnails and titles. And if you haven't developed that yet, then you just blew that entire 10,000 subscriber base because you still haven't learned how to get them to respond at the click level. So because of that, you have to make sure, and this might get a little bit easier, you know, with this auto preview that, you know, YouTube is really emphasizing right now and all that, this might get a little bit easier. But for right now, you know, it's important to make sure that, you know, you are able to get that organic response because if you can't, and even with the auto preview, it's still going to be the same thing. But like if you, if you can't do that, no amount of money that you can spend will will make people respond to your content when it's presented to them on the homepage of YouTube. It sucks for next other videos. It
1: sucks for everyone. I've I've been through it, you've been through it before you knew how to do things. Like right. it sucks to put all of that time and effort into something, right? You're like, "Oh, man, I shot this video, I edited the video, I struggled with the script, I struggled with the thumb. I did all this work and nobody's watching it." But you know what? Every single person on the platform has to go through that. Right. And you might see some people start channels and they're just off and running. Well, they might be bringing skills to the table, right? Somebody might already be a video editor. They might have experience in front of the camera. They might have. They might be some, paying
0: somebody else to do it. They
1: might be paying somebody else to do it, right? So sometimes people hit the ground running, but it's because they've already acquired those skills, or they have people on their team, or they're paying somebody to actually help them do that. Those skills are there. There's, there isn't a shortcut. Right. You, you have to do it yourself. But I will say this: go onto YouTube Shorts. If your long form videos are not cutting it, do YouTube Shorts. Because if you can't hold somebody's attention for thirty seconds, you're not going to hold them for three minutes, and you're certainly not going to hold them for thirty minutes.
0: Now, with that said, if you can get a response, and you already are doing like awesome organically, you can definitely experiment with ads if you want to. But like, really, you shouldn't have to. Like, um, like doing that sort of thing, you're you're trying to like inflate things yeah. versus you know just like just you know having Letting people you know yeah instead of having people you know react uh, naturally.
1: And YouTube needs to know what your content's about. YouTube right. needs to know who your audience is
0: next up we've got this way network which is in alignment with uh, i think it was renee that just posted uh d this is the way um says that they do christian culture channel the goal is to inform the christian community and the question is is it better for monetization purpose to leave live stream videos up and let them process on youtube on their own which can take up to 12 hours or pull them and re-upload um i i just leave them up and the reason i leave them up is because you know, the moment your live stream is over, just like while you're streaming, people have the opportunity to interact with the content. And I just let it, you know, keep that momentum that um, that picked up from the live stream. So instead of, you know, um, downloading it, and then you know making some changes to it and re uploading it, I think a better thing to do there is to start um, capturing like the important moments of your live stream that you'd be able to repurpose a shorter form content I think that would be a better move with your time um, so basically leaving the full live stream up but then also downloading it and of course if you use Streamyard, then it's recording in the back end already and you can just download it from there but um but then downloading it and then when you download it just cutting out little isolated parts that you can make like you know five to ten minute videos in do and again. then when you like this yeah there you go okay um, five to ten minute videos in and then when you do that and you cut out those parts then you're giving yourself some shorter form content so then on the replay you have the people for the live experience you can add the value there for the people that like to enjoy that just like all of you that are hanging out here right now then you have the live replay experience for the people that you know weren't able to make it to the live stream Um, and then you have the shorter form content for the people that aren't willing to commit to an hour 30 minutes or you know four hours or depending on how you know however long your live streams are that aren't willing to you know commit to that or they just don't like the live experience at all so then you take those clips out you tighten them up a little bit in the editing process and then you have additional content that you can upload to your YouTube channel for all of the people that didn't see your lives and for the um, for the people that uh, you know YouTube the new people that YouTube is going to show you to. D we enjoy your chats we appreciate your abs we don't want you to fear we don't care if you played hooky for your third year. Love it. Third year. That's when yeah. I
1: started playing a <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, w- I was an arcade wizard by the sixth
0: grade. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They had a pl- <laughs> they, You know when you go into a restaurant and it's like most valuable employee? Yeah. Like I had pictures on the arcade wall.
0: Oh, I love it. Yeah. Love it. I I can picture like a like a like zero what would be playing like kiss would be playing yeah. and you're like walking into like the arcade and you're like walking in slow motion like kiss is playing as you're walking in and then you hear like the faint sounds of you know, like Pac-Man and like Asteroids waka, 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 waka. I don't know would Hubert be a thing? Was was thing yeah and then, and then yeah, like Donkey you know Hubert there Astral, yeah, yeah Donkey Kong Space yeah. Invaders yeah, yeah so dude that was yeah. those were
1: the days yeah, yeah. those were the days
0: that's what people that are that are in that same age now are going to be saying about right now too yeah P and B's Wide World of Ports. I see what you did there. Super clever. So, Wide World of Ports. They do a travel vlog. The goal of the channel is to share our traveling adventures and to show the world how much you can get in a, uh, how much you can get out of a cruise vacation. Um, the question is, am I allowed to use a photo of my videos? That is a web that, um, is on a website or Facebook page that was not taken by me. If it's a picture of me, this happened on a theme cruise I went on and I will, and I want to use the photo in a video about that event. Here's what I would do. And I know that it's the photo is of you, but if, if it was like you in a crowd or something like that, like i would just reach out to the to the person that took the photo i would reach out to them and say like hey you know i'm in this photo i would like to use it on my youtube channel or whatever and just get that confirmation from them just to be on the safe side because the last thing you want even if you are you know in that photo somewhere if it's like a headshot, then in that case it's probably fine you should reach out to them anyway um but if it's like you in a crowd or something like that then in that case i would just reach out and just let them know what's going on let them know you're in the photo and you just like to you know just confirm that it's okay to use it in your video
1: are we doing lightning round
0: yeah let's do a lightning round do it. Okay, lightning round. So Ooh, we are going into round. lightning round. We need, uh, like a, we need a Travis thing on that yeah, we do. lightning round. We do. Yeah, so we're gonna go into the lightning round now. So how this works is you put a cue in front of your question. And that's going to help us identify that your question is for us. So I'm actually gonna move the tablet over here for this one, um, or move over to the tablet here. So I can actually get these um, and make sure my sorting is right here. So I'm gonna change this to live chat. So how this works is you drop your question, and they only start counting underneath Doug's uh, post there where he says lightning round. Um, it's actually that post that D just put up on the screen. Put a cue. We're going to answer the questions in the order they come in. We're going to try to be as succinct as we possibly can, and we'll just randomize who answers the uh, who answers the question. So, D, if you want it, jump on it. If I want it, I'll take it, yep. and we'll just kind of go from there.
1: Which, which one of us will actually put it up on screen?
0: Um, you. Or do you want me to do it? Uh, then you have to go All right. on screen, All right, technically. Go. So um, the code break says, um, is Creative Commons worth using? Um, so if you mean Creative Commons like images, things like that, yeah, you can use them. Just make sure you give proper credits and that you are, you know, compliant with, you know, the licensing requirements attribution for attribution. It. Yeah, it's called. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the next question is from do subs from and this is from Witchy's workshop. Do subs from shorts content help long form content? Yes, it's, yeah, it's supposed yeah, to. Yeah, so they're they're working on it right now. So basically, what YouTube is currently doing is they are they're trying different ways to try to get people that are enjoying your short form content to get them into your long form content. Of course, it ultimately depends on you and your ability to get them to click into that long form content or use your preview to do it. But the idea is what YouTube has done is in the past algorithmically, shorts were not connected to long form content. So somebody enjoyed your shorts, there wasn't anything on the other side. In um, the long form content that said, hey, you know, let's recommend some of this long form content to these people because they love the shorts from this creator. Now that is there. So now somebody really enjoys your shorts. YouTube is more likely to recommend your content to them on a homepage, but it's still up to you to get them to click or entice them through the beginning of your video. Um, and in addition to that, um, if you sample some of the shorts out of your already long form content, then there's a direct link from those um, that will drive people back into your um, channel as well. Next, let's um, so hear. Oh my God, I hate being late to this. Says Max World Entertainment. It's okay. We're here every Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern, so you're all good. What's this we stuff? Well, I'm here every Saturday okay. at 9 a.m. Eastern. D's here. Here, he's going to be here sometimes at 9 a.m. Eastern. Yeah, when he wants to.
1: If I come back from the the meditation retreat. Yeah,
0: right. If we can get him back. So so yeah. the scenes kind of fade got to some, me. I've got some stuff to think about. Yeah, me like hiking through the mountains, like trying to find D. Like, like come Rainbow? on, D. I I just need you for like one more stream. Yeah, pull me yeah, back just in for stream. one you're more stream, like, man. Stream? I don't do that anymore.
1: Yeah, man. I don't. I don't. Uh, yeah.
0: I don't do that. I'm up there
1: busting rocks in a temple like right. Rambo. The beginning right. of Rambo
0: three. Right. right. Yeah, 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 man. I just don't do that anymore. It's we'll like, come on, man. In. We just need just need one more, man. They're they're waiting for you there, man. Yeah. They need you. They got all these questions, man. They just need yeah. you know just a few more questions, man. Do you have it in you? I'm yeah, not it's the gonna be same great.
1: person anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Magic Prepper says, any suggestions on dedicated webcams for live streams? Ooh. D no I, I got nothing I, I I don't know what's up to speed
1: with the uh, with modern webcams so no what idea. we're
0: using right now though just as a heads up um so these are both um zv1s so basically the 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 single shots that we use um here these are both uh zv1s so these cameras go for about what 600 bucks maybe
1: I don't know because there's been an upgrade
0: oh okay upgrade but that's the release. ZVE one I think they still sell these though too they do but I don't know what the price is oh okay So yeah so there's these um you can just look on amazon this wide shot right here this is a sony a6500 with a 10 to 18 millimeter lens on it i think they're asking for dedicated webcams though oh just a webcam webcam oh okay just a webcam itself not using a dslr and all that oh right. okay right yeah so i know at one point like the logitech series of like c922s were good and all that but we've come so far yeah for yeah. an actual webcam itself i'm really not sure yeah no idea yeah thanks thanks d uh on the clarity there but if, um, but
1: if you don't mind spending a few hundred bucks the sony zv1 is amazing yeah for a it webcam. really is
0: yeah, yeah like you can see here um in terms of the quality and on it's the front zoomed shots, in it's like way zoomed in Yeah. zoomed in way more than it yeah. probably should be and it still looks you know it still looks pretty good yeah so um angelina brown cleaning says when you tag products in your youtube feeds where those products source from they don't have the same selection that amazon does is it also bad to link to amazon in your youtube description so first, it's okay to link to Amazon in your YouTube description. Just make sure that you have an affiliate disclaimer. That's something that YouTube wants, but there's also very specific language that Amazon wants you to use as well. So make sure that you look for Amazon affiliate disclaimer when you are next time you're on Google, and then you'll get the exact you know phrases that you need to say or the exact wording that you need. Um, in terms of them sourcing them, um, I know in some cases they're coming from um, the actual you know like manufacturers and other places. They're coming from like B Photo things like that depending on what it is that you're seeing. Um, so they're coming from different places, just depending on the products that you're seeing. Um, so uh, one thing that you can do is if you just kind of follow the links through and you check out the actual products, then you'll see, you know, where they are, you know, wh- where they're actually coming from. Um, are you ready for Christmas? Is from uh, C Agenda. Yeah, I'm ready, I'm ready for Christmas, pumped up. I mean, I got a Santa hat on. I don't know about D though. I'm not acknowledging Christmas. Yeah, as you can see no, right here. No, no.
1: I, I'm as ready as, we're, we're gonna do something together. Yeah. Um, um, his- yeah. clan and my clan we're, we're going to do something uh tomorrow yeah. that, probably that's go our,
0: burn some stuff down burn, maybe yeah yeah. yeah
1: yeah you know here's the thing so because we're in thailand here in southeast asia they put up some christmas stuff for yeah, tourists. christmas
0: here isn't what it is there yeah so yeah, yeah it's not like a big deal it's over not a here. western christmas yeah, yeah yeah yeah. so
1: you know i'll call my mom and we're going to do something together but it's you know western christmas is something completely different than it is yeah in a country that's like 90 percent buddhist yes completely different yeah yeah
0: um next question here do you have to add the shorts to your title um description and tags for youtube to know you're producing a short not anymore Mm -hmm. um you do not um from jadel rock says what analytic is most important to judge evergreen content with it can take a hot minute to know if you did good or bad um make sure that you are looking at your retention um if you're talking about a long form video make sure you're looking at retention make sure that you're looking at your click-through rate and the different traffic sources based on where you're trying to get views from when it comes to evergreen content um, evergreen content can still do great right out of the gate so you want to make sure that you are looking at your retention, um, your average percentage viewed, um, the total watch time that you're getting. And you also want to look at your relative retention to see how you're competing against uh, videos of similar length as well. Um, Then you want to look at your click through rate and the different traffic sources based on where it is that you're actually trying to get traffic. So you know, if you need to modify anything or not, Um, um, like comments, things like that are great for growing your community, but that's not, you know, going to impact you algorithmically. Um, According to YouTube likes, you know, are a factor and those are considered. Um, So you know, you can look at those just to kind of gauge, you know, how people people are enjoying the content, but really more important than anything, you gotta get people to click and watch and enjoy it. So because of that, make sure that you're focused on, you know, your click through rate, make sure you're focusing on, you know, the retention information that I was telling you before. And then one thing to also level up is also look at how many people you're getting to complete your videos and how many of those people you're able to get into your um, end screens to recommend other piece, other content to them so that they go from one video to clicking in deeper and going and watching more of your content. Um, the Tommy Bernard podcast says, are you guys related? this is the Tommy. first time I've seen this guy Tommy, like, uh, what's up, dude yeah this is the first time I've seen this guy
1: how you doing Tommy <laughs> what's up man actually I mean if you want to know the truth he's adopted
0: yeah he's been telling me that my whole life <laughs> you know the thing I was going to whisper yeah, it
1: that way but I was like he's going to hear it
0: yeah the thing so. of being the younger brothers you get baffled with stuff or, or, or you get you know you always get presented with that kind of stuff yeah so his trauma came from being a third grade school skipper My trauma came from, like, hearing that stuff my my entire youth. Let's just FaceTime mom right now and put it into this. (laughs) Just FaceTime. She's lied to me this whole time. She'll lie to me again. True. True. Yeah. yeah, (laughs) True. In case you're watching, love you, mom. Merry Christmas. okay so um let's see here so we had a couple of super chats that came in here and a channel member so sunflower Tasha DIYs. Oh, we had a uh, hold on um, um, make sure uh, that you go to Niminvip.com um, that is our members only Facebook group um, so if you do that Welcome um, to the make Nimminati. sure you fill out all the information on the way in if you can do that before the stream is over then I can let you in um, as soon as the stream is complete and then we have uh, let's see here
1: family Funsters
0: Super chat. Uh, I didn't see that one. Uh, Can you blog channel to grow? Can you can you use a blog channel to grow a family channel? Do you mean, can you use a blog website to grow a family, a a, a family channel? Technically you could make that as like an asset that does help bring traffic to your YouTube channel, but I would use your YouTube videos on YouTube to grow your YouTube channel. That will be way more effective unless your blog just gets crushed with traffic. Um, if that's the case, then of course, you know, embedding your videos in there and adding subscribe buttons and encouraging people to go to your YouTube channel, things like that, um, is definitely something to, uh, to consider super dramatic introvert says i paid two youtube channels one channel is no longer Mm. i have two paid youtube channels is no longer connected to google adsense because youtube took it away Mm. i still make money from that channel are they combining my pay from both channels now so, if what you're talking about is the inactive um, adsense account that they sent you the email over, then in that case, things should be combined unless you have gotten notification that um, uh, you know that it's that it's different. Um, but those should be combined. Like both channels should be going to the same place um, for your uh, for your parents. Super. Skills Skill says me and my group have been doing YouTube for almost two years now and have three hundred and thirty thousand subscribers, but it's harder to get over one hundred thousand views now. Why do you think that is? Um, It could be and you're not going to like the answer to this, but it could be complacency in terms of like, hey, you know, we're here. Right. So we don't have to try as hard um, versus like that hunger of like, hey, you know, like I, I want this thing. So we're doing everything we can possibly do to get it. You know, um, that could be a thing that happens to just loads of content creators to where it's like, hey, I'm established now. So I don't have to put in, you know, as much effort um, and by as much effort, I don't mean that you don't care. I just mean that you're that you just lean on the audience that you've built to kind of jumpstart everything. That's what I mean. So I'm, don't take that as like, you know, I just don't care. Um, it just means that, you know, you're just leaning on the audience that you have instead of like really being aggressive about like okay how can we make this next better or this next video you know 10 times better than the one that we just made or at least one percent better than the one that we just made um like you know if you want to thrive and continue to thrive you always have to be trying to reinvent you know different things that you're doing you have to be experimenting with different content offerings um so what i mean by that is like right now what was that what was that uh what what you had it on the screen um you but you took it away oh
1: the this one here
0: yes um, so let's see, two years, three hundred scrubs, it's hard to get over 100,000 um, views now. Why do you think that is? Yeah, so w- so what you'd want to do is um, you'd also want to go in, you would want to go into your analytics, and you'd want to compare the videos that typically get over 100,000 views um, on average. You want to compare those videos against the ones that don't in your analytics, and you all you have to make sure that you're keeping the amount of impressions you know in mind, but you want to use the grouping feature inside of YouTube, and you just want to use the compare feature inside of YouTube to compare the content that works against the content that doesn't hit those thresholds and then you'll start getting a more clear picture on exactly what it is that you need to do. but for you know continuing to thrive on YouTube, experimentation on what it is that you're offering is always you know super important. So give them you know what what they've come subscribed to the channel for but keep serving those same audiences but keep trying to think of like okay what else can we give them that maybe we're not currently giving them now in terms of the value that we offer?
1: Super chat.
0: Family Funster says I mean YouTube blog channel to grow a family channel. Yeah, I'm not, r- I'm not really understanding sure that about that one. Yeah, yeah, I'm not really understanding that. So, like, um, a YouTube blog channel. So, like, a blog is like a written. written. Yeah, it's like yeah. a written form. So if you mean like a vlog, like, hey, I have like a vlog and we're using like the vlog style of making content to make videos for our family channel, then absolutely vlog style videos. You can definitely grow a YouTube channel like that. But it needs to be entertaining
1: or it needs to be helpful. You can't just document what's going on around because nobody's going to be interested in that. So make make your videos in a way that people want to watch them, like other families will want to watch. Maybe you're doing a challenge, maybe you're teaching them, here's things that we do with our family to XYZ, right? Make it entertaining or make it uh, informational.
0: Yeah, and and to add some to that, like there's a big difference in like making family videos for the family and making videos that are made for the entertainment of other people right so just make sure when you're putting your vlogs together um that's that's you know what he means by that is just make sure when you're putting your vlogs together that you're considering that if you want those vlogs to perform well you need to learn how to create them in a way that people will respond to so that you'll get that good response there so that youtube will you know show them to a lot more people and if if you get that process dialed in then you can absolutely grow your uh, family channel right so on that note, um, because, you know, I've got like a 30-minute drive um, ahead of me when I get out of here to get back home, plus, you know, shutting everything down and all that, I want to thank everybody for hanging out here in the stream today. D, I just want to say I'm super, like, happy to be back in here with you. Doing this thing together is just awesome, awesome yeah, of course. Time. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, it was all right. Is, was it got, is okay. Yeah. I feel
1: like you kind of threw some shade. Uh, <laughs> but uh,
0: overall, okay. overall, fair, was, fair. So you got some back, though, with, like, the play button, you know, like that. So, you know, we kind like, you know, like of had a little That like a real shade. thing. Yeah, well, well, you know, banana abs or uh, bread abs is a real thing, too. So, you know, there's that.
1: I'm going to tweet my abs when this is over.
0: So, you know. <laughs> so follow D on Twitter, you know, if you want those abs. Yeah. Um, but anyway, have a fantastic Christmas. I hope that your Christmas is awesome or your holidays, whatever it is that you celebrate. Um, I hope that it's fantastic. I hope that, you know, that it's great for you and your family and everybody around. I hope you have a great day tomorrow and today and every day, actually. But um, have a great holiday season. And, um, you know, we'll see you. Um, I'll see you next week. And D will see you when he sees you. I'll
1: see you when I see you. I don't know when I'll be back. We're thinking about doing this maybe once a month. We don't know what the cadence is going to be yet. Mm -hmm. But maybe once a month. I had a really good time. I mean, it, it was all right. But, uh, happy holidays, everyone. It's exciting to be back here sitting at the desk with all this yeah. new gear. Like I didn't know what to press. Yeah. It's
0: a tad awkward in terms yeah. of like, just getting used to the flow and like me being an idiot over here, trying to touch my screen. Yeah. You, are. you know what I mean? I'm yeah, like, I'm like, man, why is it? And it wasn't just touching the screen. It was, it was touching the screen and getting like frustrated and trying it again because it wasn't working. I'm like, what's wrong with this thing? Thinking it was an error, but it, the error happened in here. Not on the, it, not it, on the tech. It usually like, does. like usual. It yeah, usually right. does. All right. So, uh, so yeah, so have an awesome holiday and, uh, we'll see you next time.